0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. As always, or for the first time, mm. I'm Kevin and, and I'm Daniel. There we go. Ooh. Today we are filming <laughs> Already fucked up. We're not filming anything. It's a podcast. We're yeah. recording Yeah. Uh, in our home studio.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, really the um, underline should be under home. Yeah. <laughs> in
2: Orlando beautiful, the city beautiful.
0: The city beautiful, which is actually
2: um Looking really shitty today. Yeah. I should say. Really gloomy and doomin' outside. Mm-hmm. I like the overcast. It's perfect for days like this, recording, playing video games, reading, masturbating all day. Mm-hmm. But, um.
0: How do you have time for the other things?
2: <laughs> you don't. Like, you're doing it, like,
0: you have something on in the background. Yeah. As a trick, and then you're masturbating. Yeah. And, like, hopefully it's something good, like that 70s show. Yeah. There's like a few cuties on that show. A few, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Ashton. I, I think uh, more. I'm in it for Kitty. Oh, yeah. I like, I like a woman with bite. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> You're right.
0: She's a great nurse. Yeah.
2: So so we're coming to our... Yeah. This is our second first podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> we we had
0: a dud. Yeah. And we just shot it. We took it out in the lawn yeah. and we shot it and left it for the mailman, the pickup yeah. or whoever does that. I'm not, I'm not actually sure how the city works. No. There's been a dead armadillo outside the side of the road forever. And I've only ever seen those things dead in Orlando. Yeah. Like, I never see them alive. Like, hey, what's up, everybody? And, like, rolling on the street. Yeah. I just see, like... Aftermath.
2: Yeah, we never had that growing up in like Dade yeah. or Broward. I felt like that was no. specifically like a four o seven.
0: What is with the abundance of armadillos? Yeah, like we don't live near a desert. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> what the
2: fuck's going on? It's because we're so far away from the beaches. It's more like desert than anything else in the state. It really is. Yeah. So th-
0: this is our second, first episode. <laughs> yeah. First real episode with any kind of structure. So yeah. far, structure has gone to hell. For instance, I didn't even put the timer on. Okay. Here we go. Kind of Timer's weird. back on. Yeah. So everything said beforehand did not matter. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're going to do the
2: rewind. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and here we go.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the saver. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um. <laughs> so uh, I would say, and I'm going to say it, we need to kind of lay the land
2: Mm-hmm. For this podcast, because this is the first, this is the first. We so, we did intros <clears> of the, the the cast and ourselves in the the zero episode, but you guys won't hear that yet. So you don't you know won't more hear that yet because <laughs> he's
0: ashamed of how he spoke of Ocarina.
2: <laughs> you know, I just want to give it a little more justice. Yeah.
0: Uh, I hope it's out there because what we did was we took the hashtag uh, hashtag mm-hmm. Fave Seven Games and we decided that would be a cool introduction to us because you know, one, uh, if unless you are our friends, and I hope we become friends yeah. from now on. Uh, you don't know who the fuck we are. <laughs> and we're essentially just two dudes in an apartment with a cat.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it sounds a little more romantic than it <laughs> needs to be. Like sitcommy slash romantic. Yeah. But two um, dudes,
2: a cat and a couch.
0: And we love games. Yeah. We've been gaming since kids. Yeah. Since we were kids, not yeah. just because of kids.
2: I mean, since I was three, I don't know how young you were when you started. we're going to play a game like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was gaming before you other assholes were gaming. I was in diapers still. But, I mean, it could be argued that I'm still in diapers now. I mean, we so.
0: always had consoles in the house. We always had yeah. NES. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first system. I think up until I turned, like, maybe five? Okay. Four or five is when the Super Nintendo entered our home. And I would say, I would almost say my gaming career... Started there, mm-hmm. but I also like having memories of gaming that are, you know, together with me, not, you know, still wetting the bed and shitting my pants. Yeah. So, like, I would say my, my true gaming career didn't start <laughs> until the N64. Okay. So, I was, I was eight when I got one. Eight. 98. I know it came out in 96. I got it in 98. Okay. And I, I told you the other day. The first game that I ever had for it, we played a game. And was like, well, guess what game I had? And yeah, we were just like Killer Instinct
2: yeah. or. Perfect Dark. I was yeah. just rolling them off. Rolling I, off said, I think I said Pilot Wings. You were rolling <laughs> off all the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's like, you,
0: you have to understand what the Pape household was like. Like, my mom was just like, you know what he likes? He likes that, uh, what's that one where the, the, the ninja guys are hitting on each other and there's like uh, blood seeping out of their face? What's good for an eight year old? <laughs> Mortal Kombat 4. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> it was my first game. Uh, that was mine. That was bought for me, yeah. bought for Kevin. It was a weird
2: one, too. Were you possessive of it? In the way that you're like, this is my uh, treasured possession. Nobody can play it unless I'm around it. Not, not so much. Okay. I mean, well, actually,
0: yes. I was possessive of the, the system. Like okay, that, the system. Where I remember my brother trying to play a game one day, and he was like, he was, I would say he's like six, six years older than me, yeah, probably. I, I don't know what he is. <laughs> um, and I, I would see him trying to play it, and I would have like a little conniption. Mm. about it like it couldn't be on without me yeah so yeah i was pretty possessive okay. but like i acted like a an only child but i, I have three siblings you do but like we were all <laughs> such uh disparate in our ages yeah. that like two of them were in high school when i was still in elementary school
2: yeah. so
0: yeah it was kind of like okay um plus one yeah. the additional
1: exactly
0: <laughs> let me live my life alone
2: yeah and as a younger child you got you had to fight for possessions the lay of the land even so that was the one thing that you mm-hmm. had that like you wouldn't let anybody look at no yeah.
0: Video, video gaming Even at a young age yeah. Is like my fucking thing True You know um, I mean there was The longest time That I thought I was going to be Like a movie director You ever thought that At after... eight? Oh yeah Okay Yeah 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 After I figured out What a director was I was what? like I want to be that I get to make Something like Jurassic Park Yeah That was like The thing for me But huh. then uh, Reality set in. Yeah And then like, That kind of Pushed me closer To writing Okay Because um, I was just like Well I could film This imaginative world yeah. But it's not really Mine it's some writer came up with yeah. it. For you, or, there,
2: there's more tangibility in writing a script or characters or developing a world like that.
0: It's, in some ways, there's less pressure. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't have to directly show you what the fuck it is. I can just be like a spacecraft. True. And it's up to like, but you if know, it's, a it's, bunch if, of artists to figure out what the fuck that but means. But if it's a
2: poorly written spacecraft, people are going to hate you for it.
0: A poorly written <laughs> spacecraft?
2: Like, it, it just doesn't take off. It doesn't take off. The cockpit <laughs> isn't where it should be. There are no thrusters.
0: I never <laughs> mentioned once that there's, like, a ceiling or air. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I don't write that in the script, how are the actors going to know? So they're, like, pretending the entire time that they can't breathe. Yeah, that's how scripts work. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So today we're going to have some form of structure. Uh, we're going to start with new segments. And this is going to kind of be the, um, I guess, the routine here at the Save Room. Yeah. We'll start with little news articles from the previous week, uh, and we're going to try to get it out within some sort of timely manner. Right now, we're shooting for every Tuesday, I believe. Tuesday's a good day. It's doable, yeah. Stuff. I like Tuesday. I can do Tuesdays. I like Tuesdays, too. Yeah. I like Tuesday in that it's not, um, you get over the hump of, like, I don't want to live in this reality of Monday. Yeah. And then Tuesday, it's just kind of like, it's going to be
2: hard. Yeah. <laughs> But I can do it. I can do it. I can live through it.
0: And then, of course, you get the Thursday where you lose all hope all over again. Yeah. And then Friday, you act like it's not a real day because you keep on thinking of the weekend, so you end up fucking up whatever's going on on Friday. Yeah. That always happens to me. Okay. Where I'm just like, I don't want to be here. This is not happening. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to try to get it out, and we're going to start with some news articles. I'm going to top it off. Okay. I know
2: You're, you're kind of the news guy. You've been doing gaming news longer than I have.
0: Thank you for plugging me where I would never think to plug me. So <laughs> right. I write for com. And when I say I write for, I also created and yeah. only write for my whims. Yeah. But well, the uh, only person there. Yeah, for the longest time, I would just do, like, you know, regurgitating news. Like, I, I couldn't break a
2: story. Like, I don't fucking know anybody
1: in
0: no. the industry. Right. Although I technically work on, like, an outer rung of the industry making merchandise. Yeah. But no, there, there's, there's. I mean, it's
2: giving you connections and ins here and there.
0: Absolutely, but yeah. none that would be like, hey, Kevin, do you want to drop something on your gaming blog? <laughs> right. I got Fallout 4.
2: <laughs> what,
0: what? What, what? Thanks, no. Mr. Bethesda. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Steven Bethesda called me. No, but uh, yeah, so we're going to do some news. Okay? That's the point. Yeah. Thank you mm-hmm. for swaying this, for deriding this six minutes in. That's cool. P- plus an additional three. Yeah. I'm not going to reference time. We're not. Anyway,
2: time is an illusion. I'm obsessed with time. Are you? Yeah. In what way? Just like on a day-to-day or like? I need to know what it is at all times. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter, but yeah. I need. I mean, you, you, I need you're you the kind of guy that operates on a, a, a timely basis in your days with your shows. I mean, I get that too, you know. Yeah, I hate it. Like supervising, we have to have things down to a time science. Right. So, I, as a musician, I should care more about time, but I yeah, don't. You don't. I'm just like, hmm. You're a fish fan. A <laughs> <laughs> avant-garde jazz fish. No
0: concern for time. All right. Play some jazz with me, Daniel. Today, we're going to be looking at a few items here. I have five, of which I hope you have eight more. Uh, We're going to start with number one. Sony is to unveil PS4 Slim and a new PS4 on September 7th. At an event being live-streamed September 7th, Sony is rumored to be announcing they're already outed PS4 Slim. It's a sleeker, smaller, more economical version of the console, in addition to announcing an upgraded version of the PS4, which has been codenamed Neo. Ooh. Now, we've been hearing about this since early June, or yeah. sometime in June, uh, about the PS4 Neo. Following, like, E3. Right, yeah. basically. And right before E3, a lot of people thought it was going to be... Unveiled there after hearing the rumors, but Sony actually took like I think a few days before, like five days before, the outright said we're not going to be showing the Neo there. Mm-hmm. It does exist, yeah. however, it's meant for four K support and it's supposed to make PS uh, PSVR mm-hmm. uh, coming out October, I believe, yeah. uh, better, hmm. basically. Um, nothing beyond that, and then the Scorpio was announced as yeah. we know at E three, and a lot of people are like, "There's no way yeah. that like in the time frame." Especially if Neo is supposed to come out at the end of this year, that it could compete with the the pure teraflops yeah. going on at the Xbox One, but. We'll see on September seventh what's going on. However, though we got a, a there's another there's like a subline okay. to this one. This one so, I like. Yeah, you like it. PS Four Neo sketches have been leaked from Foxconn. Foxconn uh, not only manufactures the PS Four. They do the Xbox One. They did the Wii U, mm-hmm. and they also make a lot of Apple products, including all of your iPhones. Which hopefully you're listening to us on an iPhone. Ooh. And if you're not, that's cool too. I have an Android. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not playing science. I'm yeah. just trying
2: to uh, appeal. To our better men out there. Yeah, I mean, we're a divided household. I have Apple. (laughs) We are divided. And we get along just fine.
0: You're right. Yeah, sort of. Uh, So the system is purportedly larger and heavier than the standard PS4, uh, possibly due to its extra computational power. And there's actually a picture of it. So basically an employee who couldn't take a picture because that's what they're on the lookout at Foxconn, especially since shit has leaked in the past, like drew it out and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the drawing looks like, you can't see it here, uh, you can't hear it, you can't hear a drawing, but it, it literally just looks like an additional layer to the PS4. Yeah. Like, it is the McDouble.
2: The way, the way I described it was a, a double-stuffed.
0: It's double-stuffed yeah. Oreo Yeah, of computational power. And then somebody did an artist mock-up, which mm-hmm. we'll show Daniel right there, mm-hmm. of like what it kind of looks like. It looks like a parking deck. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, with that extra like layer. Yeah. Like you expect micro machines to be driving around in that motherfucker. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's good. I mean it looks like it has extra ventilation in there, which is necessary for all that processing that's going on. Right. You don't want to like overheat and explode <clears> first day. But I know we talked a little bit about it,
0: but we can that's another subject for another day about our we are another divided household about the Neo coming out. I know you don't particularly give a shit at the moment. Because you never you never early adopt.
2: I don't. Yeah. You know, I'm a late comer to the game. I got my iPhone in right. 2015 after owning a flip phone for 18,000 years. <laughs> a burner. Um, I only it was ju- a burner. Yeah, it was a burner essentially. Um, I just got my PS4 back in October, so I'm yeah. still kind of like trying to bask in the glory of that and really enjoy it for what it is. And you tell me like, oh, we got the Neo coming, and yeah, that might be exciting to people right. who've been playing, you know, for three, four years already with their console and they want something new. But for me, it's like I feel like this is still relevant and there's still so much power and capabilities to be harnessed with that system.
0: And we'll, we'll see how that plays out, because obviously yeah. they're still supporting the older PS4, and mm. with the slim, uh, they're trying to appeal to a wider audience, obviously, because we're not the slim people, no. I would say. Like, we still adopt the console as is in its first iteration, rather yeah. than waiting any f- for any kind of re-edition for it. However, I do have a launch day PS4, and I wish I had one that wasn't. Yeah. Because I had some fucking problems with
2: it. Before, yeah, I remember.
0: But we wrote it out. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get on to that. that. That's a whole other business i know you have an item for me my friend i do
2: um i guess falling in the the wave of the sony news there um all of you squirt your necks and final fantasy fans uh we know this in this game final all of Wee- <laughs> you weebs you weeaboo <laughs> fox me included uh, anime I, trash i love it though i
0: know for, i love final
2: fantasy for for a franchise <laughs> that i'm like hate playing at this point i love it so much um yeah so this game has been going through del- uh, production delays uh, and all the stuff and development delays since uh, 2006. Really, it was it was first like <laughs> it was first going to be unveiled as what was going to be Final Fantasy 13 versus. Yeah. So it took about 10 years to get to this point. And I know how Square Enix is back then. I was like, oh yeah, it's cool. And now I'm expecting like these delays. And now. it's not even tethered to 13 anymore. Not anymore. It's a completely different entity, which I think is cool. Okay. Um, I think they ended up doing a 13 okay. versus sort of thing um, within their Lightning franchise. I don't know. Who gives a shit? I don't care anymore. Um, but at this point, it was slated for what October? And October. Being pushed... No, no,
0: no, no, no. It was supposed to come out in September.
2: Okay. It was supposed
0: to be like September seventeenth or yeah. something like that, and now it's pushed to um, late November. Late it's November, November twenty ninth,
2: I yeah. believe. So following big Black Friday and all those big sales, which is it's good for that. Um, I think it'll sell well there. Um, but there, oh no, it misses Black Friday by a mile. No, it's following Black Friday. It's following Black Friday. Yeah, it's after Black Friday. It's after. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So.
0: They're missing out on those sales. Is, is the uh, they could have got in with it in September, mm-hmm. and that sucks for them because every big publisher they don't even care what fucking state the game is in. They want it out before that holiday rush. Yeah. So it puts it in a precarious position because basically it's asking fans of the series to take the risk on it. And it's like, well, you might have seen more sales if it was you know available at the same day, maybe twenty dollars off or in that forty range, even though that's. We're stretching it hmm. for like you know a month between release, yeah, and then Black Friday,
2: but we'll see.
0: So what's going on with Final Fantasy? So
2: um, it was it recently came out. Uh, we were wondering why it had been delayed. You know, those extra two months. And uh, Hajima yep. Tabata but, actually came out and told us very basically that it was delayed um to do you know quality assurance testing, um patching out some of the bugs and the character glitching and all that problem there. And you know I don't even really mind. Like um, I know the internet got into uh, arms up uproar over like oh it's being canceled again or delayed or whatever. But for me it's like. For this game that's been in development for almost 10 years, Mm -hmm. in a a way, whether it's a Spirit Success Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, I would rather wait those extra few months to have a game that's going to be quality, that's going to play well, especially for a game that looks so beautiful from what I've seen from it. Right. Um, I want it to be at its peak, so I don't care if it takes a little bit longer, you know? Delays aren't bad. No, they're not. Delays uh, aren't a bad thing, yeah. and I think... Some the, games could probably have profited a little more from being delayed. We have
0: so many examples in the industry about games that needed that uh, that kind of delay, yeah. and, and have only served it. Batman being one of the biggest examples of delay helping that game, unless you're a PC fan. I'm
1: you're
2: talking about the, the newest Batman?
0: No, not even the newest Batman. Mm-hmm. I think it was Arkham Asylum got delayed. Okay. Uh, it, it needed that delay because it I think it shaped its destiny into what is considered some of the best superhero games of, of all time. Now. Yeah, really, though. And... Several other games, you know, it's, delays aren't exactly a bad thing because yeah. when they announce these dates, it's more of a marketing thing. It, it doesn't yeah. really speak to the developmental process yeah. of a game. It doesn't speak to what's actually going on behind the scenes because, yeah. Yeah, of course, uh, a studio's expected to hit milestones. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing. And, you know, people get all shaken up when they hear about milestones uh, being broken or not met. And the thing is, it's all marketing. When they say, oh, it's supposed to come out in September, that's fucking Square Enix yeah, saying that. And that's exactly. A, and that's the studio kind of saying, like, yeah, yeah, we should be able to do that.
2: Yeah. And then fucking, like, you know, doing the sideways yeah. look at each other, like, can't we do that? <laughs> so it's also a visual thing for retailers, too, because they have to have things filling their stores, filling those sell dates. You right. Know, they have to, those weekly releases. It's just to that
0: there, it, you know, there's so their... many fingers fingering that pie. Yeah. That, you know. That pie is
2: no longer a pie. It's just a. Dirty old pan.
0: Right. So we need solid dates. Yeah. And the problem is, it with solid dates, you're propping yourself up for disappointment. Obviously, if you mm-hmm. can't meet, you can't meet them. Yeah. You know. So like, that's the whole problem that we get to hear about these things, and we're just like, so where is it? Where the fuck is it? Yeah. And honestly, this game, they shouldn't have said shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they could have just like maybe shown a few screenshots, like, hey, this yeah. is in development, and not built it up to what it yeah. was when it was originally versus thirteen. Yeah. And Because then you could have had that, like, oh, what happened to that? Oh, we just got shelved, quieted down, and we're going to kind of reconfigure it. But
2: I'm, I'm not as nervous about it as a game, I, I would say, like, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3, that, you know, they've been talking about. Oh, yeah. It's just like this, I don't even know, abstract thought at this moment what Kingdom Hearts 3 is. But I'm not worried about it in that sense.
0: And Daniel, maybe you shouldn't be nervous, because i got a little little sub-news for you here oh, on that one. Okay. So, 90% of the players that played the Gamescom demo of mm-hmm. Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah liked it now this is the surprised. first you're not surprised yeah. it's the first 30 minutes of the game
2: uh, I believe they were demoed in it and that's okay. the open world segment right because it starts open world and then kind of blossoms into something else
0: actually. yes there's some open world stuff okay. um, I'm not sure if it's comparable to the demo they released with that awful fucking type O mm, shit. Yeah, yeah. the only right. reason we picked that game up was for the demo come on mm. be realistic <laughs> sorry to whatever type O fans could be out there but and they're out there for they're sure. out there they're hiding they're quiet <laughs> yeah. but they're waiting <laughs> Uh, so 90% of the people, what happened was they surveyed these people <clears throat> by g- like giving them an iPad with a little smiley face mm-hmm. on it, or a neutral face, yeah. or a, a sad face, okay. and 90% of the people said, I like it, 8% were neutral, and 2% were just shot on the spot by Square Enix. Hmm. It was crazy. That's that's a lot of people. Yeah. At least
2: 20. At least. Yeah.
0: So 2% are just like, eh, I don't like this. This is not my style. Hmm.
2: It's pretty good. That is pretty good, yeah. that's pretty good hopeful i I mean i gotta wonder what you know they demoed what they liked about it whether it was just story at that point or gameplay mechanics but you know i'm sure it's gonna be good yeah all right what else? i'll let you get another another well you had you had a bit to say about uh about the new hello games title didn't you oh my god i got a little
0: i got a little byline for you here yeah so mm -hmm. steam is no longer issuing special refunds for no man's sky Starting with 22 or 220,000 players its launch week, Hello Games' Space Mining Simulator set <laughs> at just over 15,000 players the following week. Steam's refund policy, where the full amount of the game is only refundable within a two-hour window of play, saw several exceptions after players left negative reviews on the game's official page. Now there's a special notice sitting atop the game's listing that basically says, uh, no, no. This, this one's no longer You're your kind of screwed. Absolutely, I, I think it's an interesting
2: one. Yeah, it's interesting that Steam's going that route because Sony, um, from what I know through their mm-hmm. digital store, they're still issuing refunds because right. uh, you know people might not be just citing that they didn't like it. People are citing like problems like motion sickness, like yeah, problems with their heads hurting, like real legitimate I issues. Heard shit about that, I've heard.
0: That's weird. I've heard uh, of shit like... uh, I
2: mean, maybe it's just them coming up with bullshit excuses so they can get a refund through the store, but, you know, that's what I've been hearing. Well, no,
0: some people are actually citing um, some of the early trailers that they showed for the game and saying, like, some of this shit is not in the game. This is false
2: advertising. I was
0: lied to. There's features that were promised by Hello Games and marketed... Which Sony marketed the goddamn living
2: yeah. hell out of this game,
0: and saying it's not there in the final build.
2: Even, so. even the multiplayer feature, which was supposed to be a huge, <laughs> there is no multiplayer. Exactly. When when I saw you that know? trailer at E three last year, mm-hmm. um, I was stoked, and I was like, "Oh, this is a great Everyone. expansive world. I get to have my friends come on, or people I don't know, and it can be this great engrossing experience with other people." Right.
1: Everyone and got a
0: collective boner over this fucking yeah. footage, and we're gonna get into it. Yeah, because we got a little segment coming up. Uh, Later in the show, mm-hmm. uh, about the summer and review what we played in the summer. No Man's Sky is a game I did play. Yeah, we're gonna get into a little bit uh, of that later because it hurts yeah. a bit. Um, but spoiler
2: alert: I didn't like the sun bitch. So, so that but that's you know, yeah, it's a big news right there that you know the refunds are stopping in some way, and the player drop off has been huge too. It's been huge, like,
0: huge drop off, which is never a good sign. But at yeah. the same time, it's like you know they got their money.
2: Yeah. Like up front, I, <laughs> I think know. last week I was reading something about it. There had been a ninety percent player drop off from the first week, and people were saying that that is common. And I don't, I don't know that that is this common for a game that was picked up by so many people. And for people, the drop off, yeah, ninety percent.
0: The only other game that I can think of this <laughs> year was Battleborn. They dropped down significantly yeah. from launch numbers, and there's barely a couple thousand people maybe playing the game on Steam right now. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and then I think Evolve did the same thing last year. Yeah. And few other games, but the thing is, they're under the spotlight. There's so much hype around yeah. each one of these games. Like, Evolve was trying to build itself as the next left 4 dead. Uh, Battleborn was trying to capture that MOBA market yeah. at the same time as trying With to... The tickle player. your Borderlands Yeah, tickle yeah. your Borderlands bone. <laughs> and this one was trying to say that it... With the procedural generation, it was trying to come up with a whole new uh, universe. You could explore and discover, and it's endless possibilities when, in fact, it's only like maybe four or five gameplay loops and a lot of nothing. It's the problem with procedurally generated worlds, you know?
1: But we'll get on that.
0: There's potential for that. I don't agree that it's a a problem, more so it's the vision. But,
2: what's next on the docket? On the docket here, um, from... uh, creators uh clay interactive you know the guys behind don't starve that's a big uh, indie favorite there uh, they got a new what? game coming out you what mean, is it don't starve don't starve okay d- 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 don't i
0: thought that was more of like a just like good advice <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a game all right
2: cool <laughs> that new sage advice from uh clay don't starve
1: you That's got smart. a full
2: fridge. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, they got a game. It's going to be their first 3D entry um, in their <clears throat> entry of a few games that they've had so far. Uh, it's 3D uh, first-person interactive game that basically tickles your uh, childhood fancy of hot lava. That's what it's called. <laughs> um, essentially, it uses parkour <laughs> elements where okay. you, in this first-person perspective, cannot touch the floor because it is literally lava. So you have to parkour across couches, tables.
0: So you're playing as a kid? You're playing as a kid. Doing this?
2: Yes. Is there, Is like, that, a kill animation? Like, if you touch the lava to show, the kid, like... Well, he's just, like, like molting out of his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, kind of, like, a, a Last of Us death but animation. Or I like, wish. Or, like,
0: when, in Tomb Raider, when she gets fucking, like, oh. impaled in, like, 500 different ways. Like, it's exactly like that. Everything's fine. Like, it's yeah. a normal floor. And you jump. Mm-hmm. and then this kid just bursts in the flames. Is that it? Or is it more...
2: Well, it, it's going to be first person, so you're going to feel it probably. Have you, you can... seen footage of this? I, I saw the trailer. What I didn't really see any any death sequences. Oh, um, but it looks fun. Um, it had you going through settings mm-hmm. of, like the bedroom, living room, classrooms. Uh, okay. There's a gym setting. So that's kind of cool. Maybe you're All like, right. you know, parkouring across bleachers and the whole middle area is just lava.
0: <laughs> we didn't know. That was like the early form of
2: parkour that we were yeah. participating in. I mean, that, I was doing that back in like the, the yeah. 80s and 90s. I and, did like, the same shit. Yeah, right? and and we didn't have a word for it back then. And now we have this whole social term for yeah. it called parkour. But it's I fun.
0: was more afraid of like falls, yeah. like just falling. So yeah. I would always imagine it's just like an endless sky, <laughs> you know, instead of like lava. You fall through the carpet, down to like, the floorboards. Not to say that I'm any less afraid of burning to death yeah. than I am f- from falling to death. Mm-hmm. Both are like, they're up there. Yeah, One's faster though. I think so. You're going to
2: keep falling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I just want to be done with <laughs>
2: all right but this one's cool um i'm excited for it. you know it's it's an indie game i don't That's know cool. how much it's gonna launch for it doesn't have a release date or anything yet but I'll, I'll definitely keep an eye out for it for sure okay um so moving on to our next item <laughs> thank you yeah. thank you for that cue yeah <laughs> like i could have just been sitting there like
0: huh what what item do you have yeah oh me yeah. hi hey so uh basically nintendo needs to do better and I have a quote for you. I'm not going to read the whole quote. This is from Reggie fils mm. which I've been saying Phil Zame for years. Phil Zame?
2: Phil Zame. Do you know what he does? <laughs> yes, the do, that I do, actually. Okay. I, <laughs> I do. I didn't before. I do.
0: I called him the senior Nintendo apologist. Um, he, In actuality, <laughs> <laughs> in actuality, he is the president and chief operating officer of Nintendo of America, okay. which, which is to say he is Japan's puppet. But today... Why did I say today? Today I'm reading from his quote. It says, What are the things that we have to do better when we launch the NX? We have to do a better job communicating the positioning for the product. We have to do a better job helping people to understand its uniqueness and what that means for the game-playing experience. And we have to do a better job from a software planning standpoint to have that continuous beat of great new games that are motivating more and more people to pick up the hardware and more and more people to pick up the software. Uh, He had more shit to say, but basically, okay. this is a really kind, softballing way of saying, yeah, we kind of fucked up with the Wii U. Yeah, And the fuck-ups began with its, uh, basically, its unveiling, Yeah, I believe it was at a... With, uh...
2: with the tablet, really.
0: Right, with the tablet. Yeah. And, you know, for the gaming press, like, mm-hmm. I, I think I was reading an article about it, I was like, for the gaming press, this wasn't an issue, this mm-hmm. is something where we asked those questions, we're like, so what the fuck are we seeing? Yeah. Whereas a lot of other people, especially people that adopted the original Wii just to play Wii Sports yeah. endlessly and Wii Fit of course uh, yeah they yeah. would take this thing at face value and yeah. just be like so is this a tablet like it's a new peripheral for my Wii mm-hmm. and not really realizing that no it's a, it's a new console yeah. that we just happen to we really want to keep the Wii brand going yeah. because that's what's sold Exactly, we just want to continue to trick people into buying it uh, or you know no that's bargaining tricking yeah. people into buying things and what? Because you remember like the unveil, because we were just like, so what the fuck is this? A, is this the whole system by itself? A yeah. Tablet? And then in the background, you had like the actual
2: uh, set-top box, yeah. like fucking smoking, a chilling in back yeah, alley. Like, hey man, how's it going? Just kind of kind of looking like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you stay in the spotlight. You I'm do back the thing, here, buddy. It's like <laughs> the little tablet that it's like pimping or horning out for us. Right.
0: And as he says this, they have yet to say anything official on the NX except for. Um, basically confirming its code name which yeah. is NX which I, I don't think that's gonna stay yeah. it's cool sounding it is cool to be honest with yeah. you but um, I, I, they're gonna call it something they're gonna call it fucking I don't know Nintendo Revolution
2: or fucking you know Mario's mustache <laughs> console <laughs> edition <laughs> console edition I, I wouldn't yeah. mind a whole new rebranding for it because like, I feel yeah. like the, you know, the Wii and the Wii U those are, those are tired <laughs> entities those speak of a last generation of gaming and we're moving into this new generation I feel like they need to kind of re-identify
0: We'll see. Um, they're already doing the whole Nintendo early warning thing. Oh, yeah? Which is to say, um, when asked about uh, comparability between mm-hmm. PS4 and Xbox One, they're just like, well, it's not about having the best graphics. And already you're just like, so it's not a comparable console.
2: Yeah. And, and it's never going to be comparable no. to, you know, Sony or Microsoft. We, yeah. I, I threw that thought out the window uh, back in 2006. Like, like it's not going to happen.
0: No, it's not going to happen. That's not how they are. Yeah. It's, it's just not in their DNA.
2: Yeah. I think Nintendo kind of stopped competing, uh, you know, when kind of Sega went under, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It stopped competing. Because, I don't know, I guess they feel like they won one war. Yeah. When
2: really they won, like, one battle on yeah. the front. Yeah, exactly. And they are just like, see? No, we're Nintendo. And People love us for yeah. who we are. And, it's and just... then looming on both sides very slowly at t- towards the end of, you know, the century, you had... PlayStation coming up on one side, Xbox coming in, kind of hovering over, like, okay, right. we're coming in to take over, right? Take the throne from you.
0: I mean, PlayStation had already been there saying, "Hey, fuck yeah, you." Yeah, exactly. Uh, so was, they were. Xbox around... was a surprise last yeah. generation, I think, would say, but not really. When you when you when you get to have the the twenty twenty hindsight going on, you're yeah. like, no, of course it came out a year before the PS three, mm-hmm. and it costs like what two hundred bucks cheaper? Fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know you, why not? You lost. Yeah. So, what's your next time?
2: So, yeah, no, they definitely need to get their shit together. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like they've been doing cool stuff um, here and there uh, in the handheld market. Um, all the Pokemon hypes going on. Um, they just released, I guess, announced today uh, that they were going to be doing the 3DS XL Galaxy Edition, which, for all you space lovers out there, it's this cool new skin that's going to be on it. Uh, it's basically, like, Cosmos-themed purple Blue stars galaxy looking it uh, looks really beautiful. Um, it's coming out at two hundred dollars. it's got amiibo support I have um, a really deep se- uh, seated fear mm-hmm. of space, do you and anything space related yeah um,
0: so you think so holding this would really reignite that fear? I would have like a sense of vertigo, yeah, basically like looking into the endless cosmos mm-hmm. and thinking about how small I am yeah in comparison. so I don't know if I want to have an existential crisis yeah when I'm trying to play Smash
2: Bros. <laughs> Or cooking my. I, I think I do that enough. Yeah, I do. I, this will really just kind of triple the effect.
0: I was looking at the wall a second ago. The same yeah. thing was happening.
2: But no, it, it looks great. Yeah. Um, I, I won't have it personally because I already have my 3ds. I'm good. I don't need to keep like. Buying Which 3ds goodies. do you have? I um I kind of got in late on the game. I was trying to get mine uh, in like what 2013 when the Majora's Mask Special Edition one came out. Okay. Uh, I think that was the start of the the 3ds XLs with the C sticks. You have game. an XL. Uh yeah I do. I got one of the Smash Bros the... ones. I don't have it. It's cool looking. I got the original. Yeah. I got the red one. No, I remember that you, when that yeah. came out, like that was a big thing that summer in the apartment, and we had like the 3D support with it, and you had these like little cards. Was that a
0: big thing and in the apartment? That, that
2: was summer? huge, yeah. Because like we weren't, we're not <laughs> handheld gamers, really. No. Well, we're we're big console guys. Not so at all. Um, yeah. It, I used to be big into handheld things growing up. I no, me too. I had a Game Boy Color. So to have that piece of Nintendo, new Nintendo hardware yeah, in yeah, the yeah. house, it was just like, whoa, what's going on here? So we because it doesn't happen very often. No. We we
0: still don't have a Wii U in
2: the house. So. No, we don't. I'll get one, and you're like,
0: don't get one. Don't get one. I want one. I'd still say don't get one. Well,
2: you know.
0: I don't want that trash in my house. Ruining and distasting the rest of the consoles. Hmm. Hmm.
2: Then how do you explain our Wii?
0: You did that to <laughs> us. <laughs> I'd besmirch this. You smirched our name. Okay. Well, speaking of Nintendo, sir.
1: Hmm.
0: Although it's really like kind of three degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah. Nintendo. Because it's actually neantic we're talking yeah. about right now as... Pokemon Go loses 15 million players in a month. Uh, the game's user peak was 45 million players by mid-July. However, as we're sitting at the toward the end of August now, mm-hmm. that number is closer to 30 million. Okay. And uh still considerable single, amount of people playing. Still considerable amount of people. Uh, a huge drop. Yeah. In comparison to a lot of other mediums, I guess you could say. Yeah.
2: Um, engagement mm-hmm.
0: is also seeing a decline.
2: Okay. Decline. So. Well, it's not a huge, like, I wouldn't say it's a no man's sky drop off with players, but, um, what, so, you know, that's 15 million people. What what would you say the reason behind that is? And what's the, what's the core audience of these people dropping off? I think, think,
0: I think, uh, one thing that you really need to study and look at is that, uh, it's a shit ass game. Okay. It's not a very good game. Yeah. And when you have a hardcore player playing it. And I say hardcore, I mean to say you've bought more than five games. Yeah, like you. Like, there you go. You've bought more than five games. You have more of a, than a passing interest in gaming, mm-hmm. my friend. Uh, or, or the fact that you buy a console at launch days says that you have more than a passing interest in gaming. Yeah. So when I say hardcore, I just mean to say someone who isn't uh, more apt to just be like, oh, this
2: is cool, isn't is Fuck that.
0: You know, yeah. not Somebody who album. doesn't
2: just use our consoles for, like, Netflix streaming.
0: Correct. Yeah. <laughs> if they have a console, which okay. they would still still have a PS two. Yeah. You remember when a PS two was like in every household? Yeah. Like it still is. People don't know that they have PS 2s I I, yeah. I had a neighbor You know we have one. I know we have one. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah. We had we had a neighbor for the longest time and like just kept on calling his D V D player. Wow. And when we found out, like, dude, you have PS two. Do you have any games? And he's like, Games. games. <laughs> like he's like games.
2: He would he didn't even have like Grand Theft Auto. Which <laughs> that's crazy to me. No. That like came with every PS two. Yeah,
0: I really I think it did. And even if it didn't come with it, like they would yeah. ship
2: it to you. That's crazy. It was a DVD player, and it also had, like, internet support. Right. Like, I don't know what kind of internet support, because none of my games had that. <laughs> so, no, okay, back to Pokemon
0: Go. Yeah. We can talk about the PS2 and its random occurrences <laughs> all day, but yeah. not today. Um, no, there's not much te- uh, much game to it, man. Yeah. I mean, besides some of the gym battles that are going on, mm-hmm. just, like, you know, a cool little distraction, although that's not very intricate either.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, essentially, I would say the, the first hour of playing that game... Is gonna be like every hour after it. Okay. Even if you end up putting in 100 hours into yeah. it, there's
2: 99 hours that are exactly
0: the first hour of the game. Okay. And
2: you, we- say, well, you would say that first hour is the most exciting because it's new. Yeah,
0: okay. I would say where you're just like, I don't know, I'm walking around. Yeah. And then when people figured out, actually, a lot of people figured out, I was like, so this whole game is just me walking yeah. aimlessly? Nah. Done.
2: (laughs) Cool. You know, it was a great mechanism for getting people out of the house. And businesses actually, you know, profited. Absolutely. In a a great way. Um, So I thought it was cool in that
1: respect.
0: But it had every telltale sign as being a fad.
1: Yeah.
2: There
0: was no way that it wasn't going to go away. That it wasn't going to... I don't mean to say disappear completely. Because it still has quite a player base, you know? I just mean to say... (sighs) People are going to stop talking about it. Mm. It's going to stop being a part of the public consciousness, you know? Because there was like a good two weeks after launch that every Twitter post was about Pokemon Go yeah every single fucking one
2: it was was that it was Pokemon Go Overwatch Pokemon Go Overwatch and it was so strong it was such a, a global thing at that point that whether it was happening here or in another country there were reasons to be talking about it yeah um, it's unfortunate, too, because, you know, a game like that, you, you start with the original uh, 151, and you can only really go wow. up from there, you know, go to different regions, have different Pokemon in it um, throughout various updates. They were going to introduce, okay. like, battling and, and trading and all this fun stuff, and I feel like they didn't get a chance to get there because, you know, people are just kind of losing interest in it. That's not to say it won't come, because I know it's going to. And I think it would be stupid not to.
0: And you had the whole bullshit with, um, basically, they stopped third-party tracking apps. Mm-hmm. So people are, you know, using pretty accurate uh, tracking maneuvers to get these Pokemon, with, yeah. where the game didn't really have a good tracking system. And the one that it did, which I thought was completely shitty, like, you would look at nearby Pokemon, mm-hmm. and it would give you, like, between one and three foot marks. And then, yeah. like, oh, that's how many steps I need to go to find it. Let me just lock into a radius and see what happens. Yeah. They took that away completely. Yeah. Like, there was nothing. And then they reintroduced a new one and they actually saw player engagement go up for a little bit there when mm. that happened. But that whole snafu kind of left a bad taste in people's mouths because they're just like, so why is the developer against me? Yeah, <laughs> You know, and where Niantic ha- actually go on the record yeah. and say, well, no, it's more problematic than that. There's a lot more working components. It's it's hurting us. It's making us work hard around the clock to uh, shut down cheating and different maneuvers to bypass their game, whereas we could be working on new content instead. Cool. Yeah. And so they tried to, you know, become Mr. Sympathy on that. But at the same time, it was just like, I don't think it was hurting you that
2: bad. it it couldn't have because it was just a, a, they were just apps that basically allowed you to see, Mm -hmm. you know, where Pokemon were showing up, which ones were. Free apps, by the way. Free apps and how how long it would take you to get to them. And that wasn't that bad. They would tell you, okay, like there's a Pidgey in the area and it'll be gone in 10 (laughs) minutes. You have 10 minutes to go get this Pidgey. I don't think that really is detrimental to the game or the development.
0: I mean, not to say that the the third-party app wasn't making some sort of advertising money. On the side. And I think that may have been an okay. issue. Maybe not something that Niantic can come out forward and say, like, we don't like that they're making money off of our, our work. Yeah. Which is essentially what any artist wants to say. It's true. Because it's not a bad argument. I put in the work and these people didn't. And they're piggybacking on
2: us. Yeah.
0: Like, that sucks. That's like that CSGO lottery bullshit. Yeah. You heard about that shit, too? Where people are uh, basically... <laughs> Robbing people blind by putting these in-game items that are actually worth real-world uh, real money, mm-hmm. say, like, up to $1,000 sometimes for the, like these in-game skins, essentially. Okay. And there's a lottery system, and you're like, oh, you plug in a dollar, and the more money you put in, the more chances you got to win. And it's basically like a roulette wheel. That does okay. It. And it turned out to be, like, I, I don't know the exact number, but it was a million-dollar industry. Wow. And I don't mean one million. I mean millions, millions of dollars were just going around, floating around unaccounted for, wow. or at least not in Valve's hands. Yeah. Uh, money still goes back into the economy as long yeah. as the people that were winning are buying boats and exactly good.
2: yeah so wow. but yeah it's, but those are micro transactions like that they didn't have hands right. on
0: and maybe this was kind of like a public hanging
2: essentially to, yeah. to
0: prove a point that they took down one of the biggest third-party apps yeah. that was working for pokemon go to send a message to everyone else yeah don't
2: exactly <laughs> you know
0: so yeah, we'll see how it plays out as time goes on. Yeah. Um, I
2: I predicted already. Like, we won't be talking about it next
0: year.
1: Yeah.
2: We'll be like,
0: ah, remember when else big thing for a couple of days? Huh? Oh, fuck it. Mm, cool.
2: I, I still see people um coming into where I work through the drive-through mm. and you know in the cafe like you know still playing it. And, yeah. But it's not as feverishly as it was like you know a month or so ago. No. Everybody had no. their phones to their faces. Everybody was outside. It was like this huge uh, cultural phenomenon. It was amazing to see. But yeah, we're not seeing that right now. So. Um, moving on to our next item here, uh, we got I got two left here. Socket two, man. Socket two. I don't uh, think I have any left. Boom. Uh, well, these are just for upcoming releases. <laughs> okay. um, today, it was revealed that uh, the trophy list for Resident Evil Four, the re-remaster, <laughs> re remaster, re 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 the re re remaster, re, re, re yeah. uh, is going to have the exact same trophies that it had for the PS3. Get the fuck out of you? Yeah, I know. It's severely disappointing because that was one of the shortest, most disappointing trophy lists I had ever seen.
0: It was, for, it for was a, game a
2: travesty. That, for a game that I actually, when I first played that on the GameCube, I played it three times. Like, Yeah. It was amazing. And I felt like having a shortened uh, trophy list like that, there was no replay. I can
0: understand yet. their original argument because when they first... Uh, this remastering is actually just a port of the remaster that they already put <laughs> yeah. on 360 and PS3 and PC. Mm-hmm. And they can make the argument, well, like, oh, it's like a PSN game, so you know, we can't have a trophy sometimes. And that was kind of the rule, I remember, mm-hmm. depending on your price point or, like, how you were launching. Yes. Sony did say, like, oh, you need to, like, there's an extra step that you need to put in to get a platinum, whereas a full retail release deserves platinum, you don't, blah, 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 All you have to do is send in the right email, schmooze with the right person. Yeah. But I'm sure something gets lost in translation, you know, between when it comes to a remaster and the dev studio working, on yeah. that is not the original studio working on the fucking game and this and that. Exactly, and It gets all lost, and they're just like, just put out these fucking nine trophies. We're done. Yeah. But for this re-release, which is actually getting a physical fucking release.
2: Yeah, which the last one didn't get because it was just yeah, downloadable through the, the PlayStation Store. Right.
0: Yeah. Tomorrow is getting a physical fucking release as a as time of recording. Mm-hmm. Should, they should have gone back and added yeah. trophies. Man, that, that game is a full game. Yeah. It's not a tiny no. little game. It's not a little downloadable game. When yeah. it came out, that game was like 10 to 12 yeah. hours. Ah, it pisses me off more than anything because there's so much potential for it like yeah. all the amount of shit that you get all and the they upgrades weapons yeah. and
2: that. they could have even done like a whole subset of trophies for the mercenaries mode and they didn't even do anything for that no they didn't even no nothing they didn't even think about it nothing like, which is really it's unfortunate um, and I know that since that happened that was like three years ago or so yeah. Uh, fans were there was outcry people wanted it you know and yeah. when, when I saw that announced today and I was reading through the comments and everything people were like this is the dumbest thing Capcom's ever done how, how come Oh, well, I wouldn't argue that how come they haven't wisened up and you know added <laughs> sure. like more trophies or you know different set and the platinum like it's what we want and uh, I just I don't know how they dropped the ball on that again for the record there is way dumber things Capcom has done you, you know this year this year, way like, dumber yeah. things Capcom That's done. The, those aren't my words that's it's, you know
0: it's called umbrella core
2: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. way dumber things to be done. Especially in the, just in this series, there's dumber things yeah. going on. But, um, no, this one is just remarkably, to quote my favorite Colin Moriarty, is tone deaf
1: mm. on
0: their part. And it sucks, because it does go to show, uh, wherever you come down on the whole like collecting of trophies thing, mm-hmm. honestly, it has people coming and engaging in games in different yeah. ways than it was originally thought out. Like, yeah. for instance, even in the, in the shitty little list of trophies for RE4, there's one... Whereas, don't shoot the water. Mm-hmm. And when you go up and you fa- uh, fight the first uh, water boss, yeah, I assume, yeah. say, like this, this weird creature that's in the lake, and it's a pretty cool sequence because mm-hmm. like, you're on a boat yeah. fighting it, and that's the first that series has ever fucking done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you shoot the water before even getting out there on the boat, it fucking mm-hmm. comes up and just lake placids you. Yeah. Just eat your ass right there. It's amazing. Cool. And you get a trophy for that. I'm like, okay, cool. You could have done like 30 more of these. Right. But no. <sighs>
2: Well, okay, so, you know, it's disappointing, uh, but is it really going to change the fact that you're going to play it, like, two, three times? No, I'm streaming it tomorrow on The Red Herb. Yeah, so you love it regardless, and other people uh, will.
0: Twitch.tv
2: slash Herb. Oh, my God, his second plug today. There you go. Uh, last bit of news here. Hey, uh, hey. Great game. Great game uh, that I actually haven't, you know, touched yet, uh, that everybody else is talking about. What? Uh, the Witcher. Oh, yeah. Is getting their Game of the Year edition. It's tomorrow. a good time. Yeah. August 30th, coming out, uh, includes um, what is the Hearts of Stone and the Blood and Wine DLC packs, along with all the other updates mm. and, you know, things that came out with it throughout the months. So that's pretty exciting. It's just unbelievable that a game that's already um, 10 years long yeah. to beat
0: can requires be...
2: any DLC. Exactly. And the DLC I hear is pretty significant, too. But somebody was saying, like, uh, Blood and Wine is like a 40-hour add-on. Get the fuck out, out of here. That's crazy to me. I, I haven't beaten it. Um, I love it, too. Yeah.
1: I,
0: I really enjoy the game. I think the combat has a nice little crunch to it. Mm-hmm. It reminds me... A little. It's a
2: little Dark Soulsy. Yeah,
0: Just a little bit. There's a lot of dodging and weaving, yeah. and you can get your ass brutalized very quickly yeah. in the game. Um, and that's what I liked about it. The combat's
2: a lot more tactical. More uh, it's, tactical. It's, it's smoother than RPG games. But more than it's, that, it's, 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 it's,
0: it's not that fucking haughty law fantasy bullshit like the other games out there. Dragon Age is. And... Uh, <laughs> No, I said the comparison that I made the other day was that Dragon Age is like Lord of the Rings, whereas uh, The Witcher is definitely Game of Thrones. Hmm. Like that is the stark difference. Uh, Interesting. Stark enough. difference between uh, each other. Oof. Yeah. No, that that that's the analog I want to play because that's what it is. It, it has better storytelling. Yeah. And it's way more honest storytelling. And mm-hmm. it's fucking it's it's dark subject matter and it's yeah. very there's a lot of moral gray area to the choices in the game. It's yeah. such a cool game and that's why I want to play more of it. But unfortunately, it's like. You get distracted every three steps by yeah. like a new side quest or a new hunt or a new, just a random encounter. Yeah. Like almost too much. Yeah. Where I haven't been able to get shit done because I'm a completionist, dude. Same. Yeah. I, I like checklist games. Yeah. You know, I have no problem popping in Assassin's Creed and like, you know, barreling to the end. Yeah. I like that.
2: I don't like a game that's fucking endless. Overlauded with content that you don't really know where to go. And it kind of right. overwhelms you and stresses you out. You're like, oh, i got to take this out now.
0: And what stresses me out more <laughs> is that there is definitely like an overarching story that's going on in The yeah. Witcher. Uh, unlike it's just like, oh, it's endless for the sake of endless, like you know, World of Warcraft and shit yeah, like yeah. that. No. It's th- more purposeful. This, this game has a, a finite yeah. end, and I can't get to yeah. it because it's so goddamn long. Yeah. It's like ten Skyrims. Wow. Yeah, good lord. <laughs>
2: and from but, the studio that like nobody's really even heard of no not like, at all <laughs> like not post- at all and I would studio.
0: say even still from what I've played <laughs> yeah. what I could get through it is still like one of the best RPGs I've ever played yeah it is one of the best examples of western RPG mm-hmm. and I think a lot of other studios Bethesda being like maybe primary victim number one of, of the wave of Witcher <laughs> yeah needs to learn from yeah. what CD Projekt Red put
2: forth yeah like dude take the time Make it work. Yeah. See how deep that this experience can get. Yeah. Because we got a we got a brand new experience from that game and from what I hear it blows Fallout Four out of the water in every yeah. sense. I would say it does.
0: Um, it does. From I mean they're they're different games in a are. lot of regards, yeah. but in a lot of regards they're very similar. Yeah. And in the regards that they are similar, yeah, the Witcher him, just fucking slaps it around.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I
0: I loved it. I need to get I I tried playing that over the summer, yeah. actually.
2: We can throw that in the yeah. summer. and review. I, I, I have it. Um, yeah. I just haven't put it in yet uh, no. because of my hard drive uh, capacity issues. And I was thinking of maybe just kind of turning that copy in for the game of the year so I can yeah. get the definitive eyes bleeding out experience from it. You know?
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's a lot. It's a lot to get through. But it's enjoyable.
0: Yeah. I can't say I had any parts where I'm just like, oh, fuck, come oh, fuck <laughs> on. I'm like, no. I was invested in every moment in that game. Yeah. It's just that there's a billion no. moments to get through.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, good times all around. So we're gonna move on to our next segment here. That okay. wraps up our, our news, our first news segment. Uh, we'll b- bring you that on a weekly basis. Uh, hopefully, okay. to varying degrees. Uh, we're gonna roll into our summer in review, which we, I don't yes. know. I, I don't even know where we define our summer beginning. No. I guess we can say like end of May, beginning of June. Yes. Uh, and this isn't just gonna speak about games that uh, came out during the summer, but just games that Kevin and I played.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Got, got our hands. Up like it's not gonna summer. be like you know, uh, date date date. Yeah. Came out, came out, came out. No, 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 no. no, no. no. No, we, we played some weird shit because um, me and Daniel get to be uh, what's classified as mood gamers. Yes. We, we definitely, when the mood strikes, we shall play. Yeah. Because I found myself revisiting a lot of games that I didn't uh, work through. I was actually doing some backlog cleaning. Yeah. Just a tiny bit.
2: Yeah, I saw you back on, like, Alien Isolation. Uh, I'm still exactly where <laughs> I was to begin <laughs> with in that fucking game. All right,
0: but, yeah, drop it on me. What have you been playing this summer, my friend. Um, this summer... I mean, I know. You I know. see it every fucking day. But you know ahead. it. Tell, tell the viewers.
2: Yeah, you know, a lot of great things came out this summer. And I... just us not to say this is the only game okay. that I played this summer, but it is definitely the one that I sunk the most substantial amount of time into from launch. 98% of From time. launch to this... Yep hour basically i think i stopped playing the second we started the podcast
0: and i and i am throwing in your working life and yeah. seeing your girlfriend and all that 98 percent of your yeah. time was playing this game
2: yeah still and i'm sorry to everybody that i sidelined for this but it just became Ish. such an all-consuming thing because i am a completionist and i go all <laughs> in when i love something but i got sucked into the overwatch wave this summer oh and God. i had a blast yeah i'm not gonna lie blasty blast um up, upon launch uh, people were kind of didn't, they didn't know what they were gonna get from it no. You know, I knew it was going to be like a sort of Team Fortress sort of deal. Well, they and, dropped the beta. Yeah.
0: And when I played it, I wasn't won over.
2: No, you weren't. Yeah. And when you had it delivered to the house and you played it, you yeah. weren't won over. And then a month still. later, you still weren't one over. I no, you yeah, got one over until maybe like last week. It was <laughs> a long reverse honeymoon stage
0: yeah. that we had where we just hated each other. The sex was no. bad. But you still liked it more than Battleborn. It's like smells like earwax bad. Oh Yeah, you're out of sex that's earwaxy? No. That was my relationship with Overwatch for a while. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate because I enjoyed the hell out of it, and yeah. I, you know, I got it launch day, um, okay. had it installed for the next day to be ready, um, and I played, you know, through every update. I played the hell out of competitive season one. Right. Uh, I actually I put about like 180 hours into that season. So, this guy... Because <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to get the 300 competitive points. I wanted to get my golden guns. And goddammit, I did it. I got two golden guns because of how high I ranked at some point. But not to brag, I just became lifeless.
0: And I'll pretend, I'll, I'll pretend not to be profoundly disturbed.
2: Yeah, uh, I am. And yeah. I'm worried. I'm so
0: concerned. Yeah. I know you've taken a break yeah. since the season is over. But there was literally... well, Honestly, this entire summer, I don't even remember what life was like before Overwatch where I would walk in and it say it's like 3am yeah. this dude playing
2: Overwatch like it was 3pm
0: and like some of the nights where I'm like ah, I just can't get to sleep and shit you know especially yeah. when Morgan's gone I'm just like
2: fuck yeah. I can't sleep right that's uh, 5, 6 in the morning although
0: those are pretty good because I, I, like, I catch up on movies that yeah. you know I can't watch in front of her because she'd be like why the fuck are we watching Like, <laughs> but I catch up on them um, it would be like 6 in the morning mm-hmm. and I'll check my friends list and lo and behold
2: Boom. there's Daniel playing mm-hmm. Overwatch and Sometimes not even by myself. Sometimes I'd be no. at a party that late, too, just still on the headset. Like, I think I, I got to do a disclaimer here. Um, prior to the Please. PS4, I wasn't a big yeah. online multiplayer gamer. I, I'm mm. more of like a solo campaign kind of guy. Like, I want to do it on my own speed. I don't really need other right. people in the room with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, because this is only online, it became so aggressive that I needed to play with other people, especially of the nature of the game. Like, You know, we're three months in. I know how to play that game. Like, I know the essential is you have to cooperate, you have to work with people. And during competitive season one, that's when I was like, okay, I got to get this headset on almost every round, make sure I'm communicating. Otherwise, like, what's the point? And you had people who were like halfway through the season, end of the season, didn't understand that even still. Uh, So, this is the first game that I became all engrossed and kind of like an online community with it. Um, And I went all in. You know, I made a lot of random passing friends.
0: You did. You had the headset on. I was like, who are you talking who to? Who the fuck is he talking Who <laughs> yeah. does he know? Playing games without me? My,
2: my friends list, like, tripled this summer. Just because of the season one alone. Yeah, it was I like crazy. It. Um, Popular bitch. Yeah. But I, I had a lot of fun with it. It's been cool to be part of such, like, a, a burgeoning community. Like, the Overwatch community is very much alive in a lot of ways. Like, you get teary-eyed about this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got you got the memes. You got people okay. cosplaying. Uh, yeah. The stuff that's happening, like, on a monthly basis developing-wise, too. Like, you know, they're doing mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff. They're listening to the community. and. I think that's great to an extent, you know. I love that they rebalance characters here and there, but at at what point do you say no? At what point do you just let the game be and stop listening to people? I don't know. Um, I don't know on that fact, because, like, um, online
0: games, you know, need to respond to a lot of
2: things. Like, yeah, "Yeah, this
0: is bullshit, this is unbalanced, but I see what you mean. They're changing things just for the sake of changing things. And, like, for some people, there's always going to be that crowd goes, who the fuck was complaining about
1: that? Yeah.
2: But it's like, if you really like that about that character, yeah. then maybe it was overpowered. And part of my complaint is where this coming from is, well, they did a lot of these updates and rebalancing through Season 1. And it's just like, no. okay, you're changing the nature of the season. They changed how, like, some of the rounds worked. They rebalanced characters. They added a new character, even, which was really cool to add uh, mid-season. But I feel like rebalancing, like, you're giving people different le- uh, level playing fields with that.
0: I think, uh, yeah, they even said in Season 2 they're changing the way that they actually, uh, you level
2: throughout yes. the season yeah.
0: like it, it, it goes from a scale of like one to a thousand now yeah. basically yeah. where they had a hundred scale before yeah. it,
2: was, it was one to a hundred uh, zero to a hundred and yeah. you kind of just didn't really know how it won at first because like you do the ten placement rounds and then like I don't know say you win five and you lose five that's yeah. how I did I won half that I lost um, and you place it 50 it you're, like, you're like is 50 good and then like you, <laughs> you realize like you think you're doing so bad and everybody else is feeling that they do so bad but at the end of it, you're like I guess I didn't do that bad you know <laughs> Yeah, so it was I, a, kind of this abstract system, and I got that they kind of listened to people because it was frustrating, you know? You would sometimes go on a string of wins, and you would level each time you win, uh, and then if you lost a sequence of games, you would decrease levels so hard. And it was so oh, hard yeah. to climb back up from that.
0: No, toward the, uh, I think toward the end of yeah. the competitive season, I jumped on where I found a, a rekindling with the game, or maybe even like a first-time love affair with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still don't love it, love it. Yeah. Like, I enjoy it more now, like, playing the game. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, some of them might be, I'm a fucking lone wolf, dude. Yeah. Like, that's some of my biggest problems Exactly. Where it's like, you're gonna say, like, yeah, you need to jump into a cooperative game Mm -hmm. where the only really way to to compete is to be talking to other people online, strangers online. Yeah.
2: No. you yeah. weren't about that no, like no I, no I would that. tell you that that was something I was doing Ooh. and I'd be like hey you want to play Overwatch and you're like yeah but do we have to talk to these other weeds?" I don't and I'm like no <laughs> we don't have to like you know we can cooperate with each other and, and that's we... like a
0: direct quote with me like yeah. do I have to talk to these other weeds?" yeah that, literally, that was
2: like you <laughs> e- a month ago yeah <laughs> still is. What are you talking about? And I, I still th- don't want to do that. I think that was a lot of the problem in season one too, where people were still lone wolfing yeah. it, and I'm like, "How? Like this isn't Call of Duty. You're not going for like kill streaks or eliminations. Yeah, that's awesome, but that's not how you're going to carry, you know, a, a payload or win a capture play. Yeah. Like that's not how you win matches. And I get why the lone wolf mentality doesn't work there, and why it's frustrating for players like you.
0: Well, yeah, originally from yeah. from the way it was programmed. Because uh, I may not look it. I'm a savvy gamer. I enjoy all sorts of games, but. I still buy my annual call of duty. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like eggnog every year around <laughs> Christmas time. Yeah. You just got to pick it up and see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. What's changed? Not too much, yeah. I hope. Not too much. Yeah.
2: For me, it's my pumpkin spice latte.
0: Yeah? That's your, like, sometimes you'll get it? Yeah. <laughs> I still want a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. Like right now. Right now? Right now. Well, they're not anywhere. It's in this shit. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. um, so I got big into that. Uh, I kind of dipped in and out of things here and there too, but that was yeah. my main bread and butter until about like- Overwatch was, yeah. A week ago. Yeah. Uh, am I going to be a I part- couldn't get you to play other fucking no, games no it was unfortunate too because like a lot of cool stuff came out this summer like the Dead Island uh, HD collection came that's out
0: that's your go to
2: that's your first go to no because I was like hey Kevin when, we, when are we going to get this Dead Island collection I don't even think you knew it was coming out I and, forgot it was. And going you're like, oh yeah, I want to get that. And I had it in the house, and you yeah. got yours like the same day. And we're like, okay, cool. We're yeah, play. I did.
0: I saw that because I
2: was like, shit, he did it, now I have to yeah. do it. So I had it, and I'm like, I was stoked to play with you, but then I was playing Overwatch, and I felt guilty we, leaving Overwatch. We got to back up for
0: a second <laughs> because we're speaking as if this is reality where people like openly accept Dead Island as yeah. a good game. Yeah. That is not true. <laughs> that is not the life that we live. We, we love it. Me and you yeah. just happened to get really into it when yeah. it first came out on on the PlayStation Three. Yeah. Uh, because we were just like there wasn't a lot of co-op games for especially in the PS3 era yeah. you know because we refused to play Call of Duty on the system for whatever yeah. reason Well, you just stopped getting them yeah, yeah. I'd never had I was, I was always 360 for a while yeah I think I stopped
2: with uh, Modern Warfare 3
0: right and um, that, was, that was bad I mean it wasn't like, it, like when I, I say it's Call of Duty bad yeah like if you compare it to fucking I don't know Noby Noby Boy Yeah. it's a better
2: game I, th- I think the last good Call of Duty game though if we really want to talk about it, for the PS3 I don't was Black Ops yeah oh yeah okay you're not wrong no
0: you're not wrong.
2: Uh, but we love that game. We got it when it came out back yeah, in, like, yeah. 2011. Yeah, Dead Island. We- so,
0: <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, it's schlocky, yeah. and and some of the mechanics are really stiff or yeah. just don't function it's the way they should.
2: It's Like, the moment smooth. you start
0: sprinting, the game is like, no, please stop. It can't keep up.
2: Like, it's pacemaker starts <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: fucking, <laughs> like, beeping at them. Um, but I had fun because it's open world. I like open world games. I really do. I enjoyed... Um, crafting weapons like you putting like a shock mod on there yeah. you just essentially put like a fucking battery on the end end of a, a machete yeah. and suddenly you're you're
2: electric slicing something yeah. it, was so was cool. it was that was cool it was fun I think that for me it was co-op too yeah we
0: didn't play all of it co-op
2: though no I think really. like I played through most of it by myself and yeah, then afterwards we came around and did co-op yeah yeah um, but it, equally fun you know together
0: oh yeah it was a good game so we decided to get the, the collection yeah. and um, I think we played like one hour together we did yeah I've played more of the game than you have you have because I played so it comes with Dead Island Original Dead Island Riptide which is a smoking piece of shit because it's (laughs) it was supposed to be an expansion and then they're like slap 30 more dollars on it and then yeah. like
2: turn it into like a full release yeah and because with, um, without it i think you can actually just get the dead island remaster for 20 bucks but it's just yes. a digital download
0: yes because riptide and then there's a game called dead island retro revenge which is actually a kind of neat fucking game yeah. like at first i was like i don't like that. yeah you weren't too sure and about then it when i when i played it some more i was like no this is actually kind of fun it's it's like a runner basically where you can go up and down the screen Avoiding zombies that are in your way. There's different kinds of zombies. And you have, like, all the face buttons do... uh, There's, like, a punch. There's two different kinds of kicks. And then you can, like, do a back kick, basically. And you can mash those buttons and you start, like, you know, bashing in zombies. And then you have a circle in the middle of the screen, like a reticle, that's in front of you at all times. And if your reticle matches up, like, this little glowy part of, like, a zombie and you hit it exactly, they just burst. Like, explode. And it's fucking a visceral game it's actually pretty fun wow. but it's it's hard as shit
2: yeah like it is I think I, that'd be one that I'd have fun trying to master
0: yeah I've been having trouble trying to get through some of the levels like I've, I have to repeat every level like 50 times oh wow because like you have to remember like you know where they are you only get like maybe I think they can hit you like once or twice yeah and you're fucking you're cooked yeah so I enjoyed the shit out of that but yeah you remove those and it's just okay. Dead Island on a disc yeah. part one and it's like 20 that's why it was 20 bucks yeah. used
2: but to its credit, you know, i got to say, Techland, they did a great job at, with the remaster. It looks great. It plays great. Um, and I, I wish I had put more time into it. We're going to have to revisit it uh, before Season 2 starts. Uh, but yeah, that's, it's been a special game for me. And I, I wanted to get so badly because uh, at the time it came out, it did for me what uh, Dead Rising couldn't do. Uh, yes it gave me a game like I didn't really vibe on Dead of Rising 2 too much but no th- this it, one... it
0: has so many design decisions that just work against it yeah. like all the timing shit yeah. the, the time missions yeah. that kills me
2: dude yeah. I, I fucking hate but that but in the crafting in that game while well, it, was, it, was it was out good. there and fun it was good. this one at least felt purposeful like I was very satisfied when I you know had a weapon mashup that worked and worked effectively
0: yeah but <laughs> <laughs> I like that you gave a warning like you know before season 2 starts yeah. a fucking overwatch <laughs> just to let you
2: know because, you know,
0: everything else is dead to me. <laughs> I'm not going to play any other fucking video games ever again. More or less. Um, let's see. What else are we playing this summer. Another one that I hit, I actually downloaded uh, Headlander. Okay. Which is a double fine game mm. being published by Adult Swim Games. Yes. And this They've been week, doing a lot of publishing lately. And Adult Swim has been doing some shit. Yeah. And like this is them putting on their big boy pants. Because mm. this is like their first real, like, shit. This is a good-ass game. Yeah. Um, maybe they have another one? I don't know. I, I, I can't remember I, uh, do, do they do Adventure Time no they wouldn't Cartoon Network does
2: no I think Adult Swim they're actually doing like a, a Toe Jam and Earl game I heard about that yeah
0: I heard about that it's gonna be at PAX right
2: yeah
0: well good. so that's pretty cool yeah good on them for bringing um, back Toe Jam and Earl I never played that shit but you know
2: Good but on them. I, uh, I watched a, a gameplay video. I don't know where it was. It might have been on IGN or some other site. And it looked very interesting as far as, like, a Metroidvania platform where Yeah, the game so
0: that's a big it part. It's a Metroidvania game, but you're in space, and everything is 70s sified Yeah. Like, everything is, is, has that retro sheen to it. It has the scan lines going on the screen. We've seen shit like it before. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Blood Dragon would be the closest to trying to, like, you know, jump back to an older aesthetic. But this one's 70s through and through. Think about Far Cry Blood Dragon. Yeah. Okay. Is there another Blood Dragon you know No, with?
2: I just, you know, I haven't played that one, so I was trying to, you know, make sure You that's... haven't played Blood Dragon yet? No, you know that the that's only Far Cry game that i played is Primal. Yeah, it's a good one, though. It's great. We both Platinum that game. We did. It was a really easy Platinum. But... It's the
0: last Platinum I've had in, yeah. in, like, a little while. I've gotten close to games, mm-hmm. but no, uh, no come shot. Mm. That's what I call Platinums.
2: But that one was easy. We did that, like, in a month. Yeah. Not even.
0: No, it was, like, a month. <laughs>
2: I remember that, but... But head, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Headlander. Basically, you play as a, a human disembodied head and a little little rocket helmet, essentially, and you can land on. And everyone else in the game are basically robots, androids. Some of them have like human personalities and such, and I think they transferred all of humanity to these robot frames and you can actually knock their fucking head off uh-huh. or suck it off okay. you can suck their head off wow. using your robo head sucker <laughs> and then land on their shoulders and control that character and it has a little bit of some light combat in it which is it's okay the combat's it's fine yeah. but the level design's fucking great mm-hmm. it plays like old metroid old castlevania yeah. going through the levels you get uh they how you progress through the game is all like color based mm-hmm. where like some doors will be like all right well you need a Yellow robot, yellow yeah. security robot to shoot the door and get through, and then yeah. you have to like suck off the head of that yeah. certain robot, and it, it's a cool interplay. And the level design is fucking superb. That's that that's the thing I gotta yeah. point out. I'm like, yeah, this reminds me of the older games, but it's surprisingly large. Yeah. Like, I got a good, like, five hours into it. I'm just like, I'm not done. Yeah. Like, I've, heard, I've read that it's, like, a 12-hour game. Wow. I need to go back to it. I need to finish it. That. that was a fun one. Yeah. That was a good one this summer.
2: I got to get on the download on that one because it looked mm-hmm. very intriguing and it's, like, you know, like we said, it's Metroidvania but it's an interesting skin, you know.
0: You played another Metroidvania game I, this summer. I
2: did. Um, well, I, you know, I work at GameStop, and this one I couldn't work a shift without it being talked about via, yeah. you know, the TV monitors or advertising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it was the um, Insomniac Games, GameStop, uh, published game, uh, yep. Song of the Deep. And I honestly, from what I heard of it, I was very intrigued. Me too. I love the whole, whole sort of, like, deep sea fantasy mythos mystery that had it to it. And I like the way that... Um, it came about, um, you know, that the creator basically took a lot of um, nods from his daughter, who was like writing children's stories of the nature, and he took a lot of you know characters and ideas from her and kind of implemented them in this game. So these are characters that she kind of came up with and he kind of brought to life. Hmm. Um, I only got maybe about forty-five minutes into it, yeah, um, because Overwatch. But what I got into <laughs> naturally, <laughs>
0: Overwatch enemy yeah. of other games,
2: yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. Um, I know you weren't as privy uh, no, to it. I wasn't enthused. Um, I, I liked the upgrades that were coming to the sub uh, that I was getting, that I went along. I love the music, the backgrounds. I thought it was a very beautiful game in, in every sense of the word.
0: Sure, it's pretty game and yeah. whatnot, but it was very much nothing I haven't seen before. Yeah.
2: Um, I didn't think it would be anything new, but I for that, that's what I wanted. And you know... But
0: that's the thing. If you're, if it's not new, yeah. then do it well. Yeah. Whereas I think Headlander did Metroidvania
1: very yeah. well.
0: I think Song of the Deep kind of struggled with it. And especially some of the mechanics in the game, I just wasn't behind. Mm. Controlling the ship kind of sucked. Yeah. Combat was very shrug-tastic. Yeah. I was like, I'm not really enjoying doing this. Yeah. And here's the problem. It's an entire game of Donkey Kong Country's water levels. Yeah. And you're not gonna sell anybody on that shit,
2: man. Except me. You go. You I go to that. an old platformer. For me, yeah. uh, the, the levels that I like the most in Mario games, Sonic, uh, were the underwater levels. Oh my like, god! What's I, wrong with you? I don't know. I just enjoyed them. I thought they had cool feels to them. Did you like
0: the water temple?
2: I did. Oh my god! I, I didn't think it was even that crazy or that hard. People say like that's the hardest like dungeon or level they've <laughs> ever had. to kind of like, what are you guys talking about? Like that wasn't the hardest in the legend. Of no, the it game.
0: wasn't the hardest in that game. Yeah. I would I didn't yeah. struggle
2: that hard. People curse at Left. I think the I, fire temple I might have even it. been a little harder. At <laughs> <times>. <laughs> However. Um, yep. but I, I enjoyed it for that. Um, yeah, sometimes the the submarine mechanics were a little clunky, but I think, you know, it it did it well at times. Um, and I, I don't know, like the little underwater world, it kind of spoke to me. Eh. So. It's I got to go cheap, back though. to it. I got to go, Yeah, it was only 15 bucks. Yeah. Uh, the collector's edition was thirty, and it looked great. Came with the steel book. Did yeah. you get that one? I I was working towards it, but then we didn't get any order to our store, so I kind of just was like, I'll get the regular fifteen buck edition. Do you know
0: what the pre-orders were looking like on that game?
2: Uh, we had about twelve to our store. It got really. They started stacking up towards like the date. Okay. Yeah, they were pushing it pretty hard through GameStop. They wanted us to basically, you know, at least get one a shift. They were doing like dollar incentives, like every order you got pre-ordered. Uh, you would get a dollar.
0: If GameStop... I think the wise play, and, you know, again, hindsight, 20 and whatever, the other numbers, they should have had Headlander. <laughs> <laughs> they should have been the ones publishing Headlander. Yeah, because well, right now, people are... For me, for them to launch that kind of game, which actually got mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that dug it really dug it. Yeah, But those that didn't were just like... They were just like me. They were like, this isn't... This is the same. It's not that great. Yeah. Whatever. So... Their publishing arm, which, you know, is an extension of GameStop's business because they're trying to, you know, stay relevant. Yeah. Uh, I think I even read a report saying that they're, year over year, they're going, they're Under. losing a percentage. Yeah. I think yeah. they're 7% down in wow. revenue. Yeah. So that's them trying to throw out a lifeline for themselves past retail stores because that's not going to happen for gaming. And I would say, even, I'm going to be gracious and say 10 years from now is yeah. when we're going to be like physical. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. So, that's why I'm just like, man, I kind of, I you know, if I were in their position, I would want a way better game than Song of the Deep. But, but on paper, it sounds great. You know, I in, think Insomniac, a, Metroidvania, yeah. fantastic. How can we say no? But it, it just...
2: As a, as a first game to have under their publishing belt, I think it's, it's a good one. And especially because it speaks to retro uh, style games. Um, it would It's going to be interesting to see what titles they come up with in the future. But, you know, I don't know how far we are away from that. So
0: Yeah, I don't know how far away we are from the, seeing a AAA from them. Yeah, because right be now it's low impact, just yeah. because they don't want to dip, they don't want to fist yeah. the entire way. They want to finger it. Yeah. They want to finger this market, yeah. but fisting it, oh, uh, you could lose an arm.
2: I don't think Insomniac necessarily lost anything from Song of the Year, but maybe games. No, they're working on Spider Man. Exactly. <laughs> like they're so, gonna keep on. Yeah, knowing. they're moving like, to oh, great fuck. places from that point. They're
0: like, this ain't a loss for us. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they're gone. So that that's a good one. Uh, what, no. else, what else did we play? What else we played this summer? Well, I did a little backlog. Maintenance. Uh, I went back to a game that I originally put down because it was a real bad time for me. There was a time in this apartment where uh, there was dark clouds and hopelessness and I was watching A Walk to Remember and tearing up every day. Yeah. Yeah. So I, around this time, I got two titles. I got uh, Mad Max, which okay. I traded in like a dirty shoe, although <laughs> I'm hearing that I should go back to it and revisit it and give it a second
2: chance. Yeah. It just... I, I heard through the Kind of Funny Guys. That's so pretty great. Colin says that. Yeah, it's it's try hard Arkham, like Batman Arkham
1: yeah.
0: mechanics. I can't deal with it. Okay, like honestly, it's just the combat that keeps me back. The car combat's fine. Because mm-hmm. the rest of it is just like, ugh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so another game that I had at the same time that I that I put down because it was just a bad time for gaming mm. uh, was Metal Gear Solid V: The Phantom Pain. Wow, went back. And I didn't, re- I didn't really get that far in the game. No, you didn't. It turned out I got maybe like a couple of uh, chapters in.
2: I remember uh, we went to Dragon Con uh, last September, and a you brought your ago. PS4 with you, and that yeah. was one of the two games you brought with you. And I would watch you do these missions, and it seemed really cool. And then you, what was the mechanic where you basically like stranglehold people, you, and then you parachute
0: in <laughs> the sky and get them? Use in your race. the Fulton. You the Fulton, f- the fuck out <laughs> of
1: it.
2: yeah, that was my favorite
0: part. Yeah. <laughs> and it changed the way I played the game because you know. Yeah. <laughs> In other sneaking games, I would have no problem snapping someone's neck and yeah. just like, I'm going to put you in a locker. There we go. Boom. That's that's your grave. Uh, in this one, it actually tells you if you Fulton these assholes out, they actually go to your mother base. And then they add to your regime, your army, your regiment, mm-hmm. essentially. And so you can make your base stronger the more people that you don't kill hmm. in the game. And I thought that was such an interesting way to make me not murder everybody. Yeah. Whereas, let's say, a game like Dishonored really gave me no reason not to kill everybody <laughs> yeah. except for the slap on the wrist of a bad story. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, the rats are going to fucking make mutants and blah, blah, blah. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Never make me feel bad about killing unless I can coerce these uh, fellow soldiers onto my side. I thought that was a cool thing. I had fun with that. Yeah. Um, so I did a little bit of Metal Gear. I didn't beat it because that game...
2: There's another game where it's like,
0: damn, this is way longer than I
2: thought. They're all all pretty beefy I'm not going to lie like I've played I think two of the entries in the series and it's so interesting
0: yeah it's so interesting that it's so very no I mean to say it's longer than uh, like let's say
2: MGS4. Okay because I I got maybe 20 hours in that. I don't even think I was halfway through it. No
0: it's been reported that you can pour 75 to 100 hours in MGS5. It's open world man and there's so many side quests with it too like you get all these side ops essentially and (laughs) I mean it's taken me for a trip and the thing that, that kind of strikes me about a lot of the missions especially some of the side ops is that I mean I know it's the same tool set that they're playing with like mm-hmm. you know you revisit the same areas all the time but at the same time just like a lot of these missions they're handcrafted yeah. it's not procedural generation mm-hmm. it's not uh, let's say the Witcher 2 where it easy, it's as easy as like oh there's a loot box out there and maybe there's a couple of these uh, drowners the monsters in the water that will come out and attack yeah. you like no this has fucking like crafted missions and I was like but you have hundreds of missions
1: yeah
2: holy shit wow. like it is it's a lot of detail there <sighs> a lot of Thought.
0: detailing a lot of shit that they had to go through a lot yeah. of story although it's kind of light yeah on narrative mm-hmm. like there's a lot of cutscenes. there's a lot of like you know backstory things going on uh, but I would say it's the um, least Metal Gear Metal Gear of the main series really it's very different open world open mm-hmm. world through and through they're still sneaking and shit, but it's it's got a
2: way different vibe. So the, the only one that I finished uh, was Sons of Liberty, which is Metal Gear Solid 2. And that, that's a very... That's a great one. That, yeah, it's a very trademark but Metal Gear game. I'd say these
0: games are night and day.
2: Okay, These two are
0: night and day, for sure.
2: Well, it's not like uh, that one Metal Gear game. Uh, what was it? Uh, Raiden's Melon Strike? What was that one? <laughs> <laughs> Raiden's Melon Strike? Yeah. My favorite one. It was like a slicing simulator? Uh, that was yeah. probably the least Metal Gear game. Yes, you're right. wasn't part of the main series. No, it was kind of was like, a you was know, the least a one-off. Metal Gear game of yeah. all time. Kind of like know. how Dirge of Cerberus is, like, the least Final now, Fantasy now game. They now they're making across.
0: another one that's <laughs> continuing to, the tradition of weird fucking offshoots. Weird. They're trying to do a Resident Evil
2: uh, okay.
0: on Metal Gear. So it's, like, in more ways than one. It's uh, called Metal Gear Survive. Okay. They announced, like, I think last week or yeah. like a couple weeks back. Um, and it's essentially, it takes place during the events of Part 5. It's mm-hmm. a side story, okay. but the characters none of which are snake none of which are related to snake they happen to be part of his, like his old crew okay his old fucking motorcycle game whatever yeah. the fuck they are they get sucked up into a wormhole and they end up in a universe filled with these gaseous zombies that are constantly trying to attack their base okay and so it's a co-op game four players you have to like fortify against these it's like a base luckers.
2: defense sort of game sort
0: of hmm. but like action-y and all that hmm. shit so in other words, it's nothing to do with metal gear. Yeah. But it's called metal gear because you'll buy it. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that shit. But there are some weird instances. Like you fight some, there's always been like supernatural enemies in the series. Yeah. Never just straight up zombies.
2: Yeah. That it's a weird I don't know. It's like them just kind of dipping their hand in the zombie market to say we've done it and kind of appeal to that greater I'd, audience. I'd just
0: really rather them not fucking do touch yeah. Metal Gear in any form or fashion yeah. for a while. Like, let it rest. Maybe try to... I don't know. If they have to do it through Konami and not with Hideo anymore, because, mm-hmm. you know, he's separated, yeah. doing his own shit, doing some weird uh, Norman Norman Reedus fetus baby shit, yeah. um, I would say, yeah, just find a way to make yourselves relevant again. Maybe a gameplay conceit that you know we can't say no to as an audience instead of just like well it's called Metal Gear but it's a zombie game yeah okay you could have done a Silent Hill game that was exactly this motherfucker (laughs) why Metal Gear oh what else I played another one Witcher I went back
2: to the Witcher you did we talked about the Witcher earlier we did
0: went back to that I literally had to
2: restart the story yeah.
0: I couldn't pick up where I started. I, f- I feel so like if I gone. ever
2: put that game down, I would have to revisit it from the beginning. It was so far gone. Where it's
0: Same thing for Skyrim. I got to a point, if I had to play that game again, which I'm glad it's coming out, yeah. remastered, because I, I have to restart that one too. I got 80 I, hours in, and I kind of just stopped playing. And, you know. I, yeah, same here. I just kind of stopped playing, because, hmm. I don't know, I was doing a lot of the same thing. Uh, for The Witcher, I just, I don't know. I don't know what happened that made me uh, stop playing, because I really did enjoy that game. I just think, the same thing that happens every time another game came out mm. and maybe i could beat that one yeah you know maybe it had like a, a finite narrative instead of like this fucking overarching hundred hour
2: opus so yeah that's why i didn't touch it
1: hmm.
2: you got anything else to you touch uh here? let's see um well i think i started this before uh season one started for overwatch um And then I kind of had to put it down because of the season. Oh, Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I started uh, Uncharted 4. Which I beat. Which came out, you know, towards the end of May there. Which was my copy. It was your copy, yeah. Yeah. And I borrowed that, you know, it was a very gracious loan on your end. Uh, Absolutely. Still is. Really amazing experience from start to finish. The definitive Uncharted experience, really. Yes. Uh, Very neat package. Uh, One of the more heartfelt Mm -hmm. stories that they've had in the game. And really just, like, it, everything that you could ever want from the first game, second they're they're all in there in some sort of way. There's nods everywhere.
0: And really informed by uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. You know, and not so much in a lot of its gameplay, but more so how it told the story. Yeah. Very deep personal story. Not to say that part three wasn't, because it was really like a... It was probably one of the more personal stories. Yeah, Nathan and Soli's story, but it still had this kind of like this epic, like we're going on a world globe trotting adventure, essentially. Where this one was a smaller, like, you know, the introduction of his brother, yeah, he had to help his brother. It's a very personal story in that way.
2: And mm-hmm. even though we didn't know who the fuck his brother was, and he yeah. never mentioned him, exactly four games in, and like we get the most screen time with Sam. Never <laughs> yeah. even heard of him. He yeah. Never even said, "Oh
0: yeah, I had a brother. who's in prison yeah. in Panama." But whatever, he died, I guess. Yeah, like no,
2: but I guess he was trying to just bury that pain. <laughs> I guess that's what it
0: was, you know. But that's fine because um. Sam ended up being a pretty involving character yeah and and everyone thought he was going to kind of follow a course not to give any spoilers but they definitely thought he was gonna be more harm than good Mm -hmm. in nathan's life but no i like seeing the drake brothers together that's a fucking that's probably some of the coolest parts of the fucking
2: game some of the coolest banner was like him and uh you know nathan together or the three of them him sam and uh sully you know you get these great interplay and banner between the characters um and i don't know it's just really nice
0: very charming
2: uh like the... yeah
0: yeah and then to see um nathan and elena finally like married yeah. and see what their married life is like and yeah. like they don't necessarily love each other any less but yeah. there is kind of like this gnawing I don't want to say emptiness but but the adventure definitely
2: left their lives
0: right adventure left their yeah. lives and that's kind of what Nathan yeah. hangs his
2: shoes exactly. on exactly that, that's his thing he kind of retired from treasure hunting and was doing this salvage work
0: he had to because of her
2: yeah and, and she's still you know doing her journalism thing um
0: right like you know it, it was interesting to pick up
2: with them again yeah and not have it
0: really disparage or ruin what we've seen or established with them before because yeah. you know what I hate mm-hmm. that I see happen all the time and Uncharted kind of did this yeah where they get together in the first game, and then they're, I think they're broken up by part two. Yeah. And then they get together again. At the end of the But, like, one. you you end up with, like, a sequel to a movie or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, they kissed at the end. Sweet. They're going to, like, live happily ever after. And part two picks up, like, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're gonna not dating. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember, okay, so the worst thing for me as a kid was Jurassic Park 3. Uh-huh. When uh, Sam Neill plays Alan Grant again. Yeah. Because he was just like, I need to fucking get to the root of these dinosaurs whatever yeah. reason. Actually I think he's blackmailed and going back to the island. Oh fuck. And he visits Ellie, Ellie Sattler yes. from the first film, and she's not only married to somebody else completely, she has a kid with that guy. Yeah. It was just like <laughs> I guess that like whole conversation about, you know, him. Him not wanting kids in the first movie, yeah. like, really lasted.
2: Yeah. <laughs> really drove it home with that. Yeah,
0: so that sucks. I hate when that happens. I, I'm glad Uncharted 4 had a. I, I, again, not to give any spoilers, but they have a happier ending for Elena and Nathan's relationship. They really did, Which is cool. I like that a lot.
2: I and, like how she kind of uh, plays into his whims along the way, too, because, you know, y- you get the sense that, like, she doesn't necessarily support him, but she really does. She wants him to do these adventures. She just wants to go with him, she wants just to be a part of this crazy life that he's had before her.
0: Well, which is, he's kept yeah. so guarded, you yeah. know? And especially in the game, he runs into that trouble, too, where he ends up, like, lying to her. Exactly. About, like, where he's going. Yeah. And he, he's like, oh, it's just a yeah. normal salvage work. Yeah. Just Doing the Malaysia job, you know? Yeah, the Malaysia job. Yeah. And instead, it's like, no, this motherfucker's out there getting the gunfights yeah. once again.
2: And it really and leads to like, one of the most tense moments, the, the confrontation, where she ends up going out to, right. to see him. I don't remember how she finds out. Uh... But she goes out there, and it's like this really, like, it's, it's a heavy marriage talk. Like, you lied to me. You betrayed my trust. And it's just like, wow, you're throwing this in the middle of an Uncharted game. And it really resonates in it in a great way. It doesn't stop the story. It just kind of...
0: What, what's kind of really striking about the game, too, is that there's very little gameplay to it. There's very little in the... I mean to say, like, there's... The gunfights are few and far between. They're there, but... Well,
2: I think we got different experiences out of the game. Well, you played it on fucking hard. I played it on hard, so I felt like every other minute was a gunfight. And it was a little much for me. I'm not going to lie. If
0: to. you played it on normal, yeah. which,
2: you know, we made normal argument, people do.
0: Like, normal people do. Yeah. I understand if you need that extra challenge. Like, you know, like, hey, I, I feel I want to feel. But the real version of the game, mm-hmm. almost 100% of the time is normal. Mm-hmm. That is the most balanced and yeah. QA tested version of the game. Of course. Hard is them just going like, yeah, there should be no problem if yeah. we just make it, uh, you know, the damage output lower. And the damage uh, input higher rah yeah. rah rah you like that's how they do yeah. harder modes in games so that's why I'm just like ah eh, it's not the real version yeah. of the game it's just the game like all right I'm good
2: at it now let's fucking get into yeah. this you know but
1: yeah sure
0: be be hard first man I mean that's
2: how I do with with naughty yeah. dog games in particular like when The Last of Us came out I didn't go to normal I was like I'm gonna play it on hard and I probably should have started on normal because I wasn't used to that sort of stealth gameplay it was a different game it was a different game um,
0: well I mean to say yeah for the most part if you played it on normal and didn't really. Yeah. Sweat the fucking yeah. gunfights, which I'm sure took like felt like they're two hour experiences because yeah. you kept them dying, yeah. right? <laughs> no, um, there's very little gameplay to it. I mean, you, you there's more exploration. there's, yeah. there's more, more story. Going around, but there's, there's, a there's a lot way of story. more story. Yeah. There's way more cutscenes. And the thing that I, I kind of found myself thinking was, uh, I feel like I'm watching a movie, but yeah. not just any movie, a really good movie. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. They've come so far in their yeah. storytelling that I just can't tell the difference anymore. I was like, I, amazing. Don't, I don't mind putting down the controller. Yeah. I love this story. This is a great story. And
2: but, Amy Henning wasn't even, like, a writer on that. No. No, which is incredible. Like, <laughs> the fact that the story was that amazing. Which,
0: power to her. I mean, she shaped yeah. what Uncharted is. Exactly. She shaped day. the heart of that franchise. Like, the foundation of that franchise is, is her and Naughty Dog. And that's always to be cherished and respected. Yeah. And they even put, like, a little a mention to yes. it. Yes. At the end of, to all the contributions, I mean, yeah. Uh I mean, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. Apparently, uh-huh. it was a big old snafu. Yeah, I don't know if uh, we'll never know. It'd be interesting to be a fly on that wall. Yeah, but essentially, you know, they just said create a difference. Yeah, and she went her way, and then Neil Druckmann and co took over. And for me, it's like I think after the honestly surprise success of The Last of Us, because mm-hmm. no one expected an M rated. Well, not say Emirated, but no one expected a dystopian zombie game, game to like take <laughs> off like that. Yeah, um, I think maybe even Sony had a few say, a few say's into it. Hmm. They walked in, and were just like, "Yeah, we need to get Neil and Bruce on top of this. Like, let's let's go to them. Let's okay. see what they would
2: come." Give up them the with. reins.
0: Yeah, and I think that caused a lot of
2: friction on internally. Hmm. So yeah, but whatever it is, you know, it's still a great game.
0: Uh, well yeah that's, you, that, that's the thing somebody asked me he's like, so uh, I think my boss asked me really? he was just like so w- would you be interested in seeing Amy Hennig's version of the game and I was just like N- interested yes would yeah. I prefer it no
1: hmm.
0: I prefer what Uncharted yeah. 4 is right now I think that is the most excellent yeah. way that we could have done Uncharted 4
2: yeah. if there's okay. a wa- another way to do it cool yeah.
0: I like this one more it
2: was an amazing send off I don't think they could have done it any better no. with any less or more heart? Like it was to the letter, amazing. Um, and you, you say the gameplay, you know, felt a little light. Um, I there are a lot of amazing and memorable set pieces from the series, but I feel like where you get the gameplay, the puzzles, uh, the bigger set piece, like the the puzzle element uh, in the the clock tower. That was a cool one. That was a cool that was one. A really that, that's cool one that's always going to resonate with me. Like, there are a few scenes from the franchise, like uh, the train sequence from the beginning of Uncharted 2. That, yep. That's one everybody yep, talks yep. about. Uh, the cruise liner one from 3. Um, but that one, that just resonates with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. This one became my favorite.
2: Yeah. Bar none. It, it's, at the moment, it's my favorite PS4. It's my favorite game. one. Um, but yeah, amazing. Well, that's
0: only because they didn't remaster Nobi Nobi Boy.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We'll get there. And I, I like the, um, the in game photography feature. Which I had a lot of fun with. I know you did too. Which
0: carried over from Last of Us. Is that something they did with the remaster? Yep, yep. Photo, okay. mode. Photo mode. I didn't know that. The remaster? Uh... Yeah, yeah. With the remaster, they did that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. It was
2: good. Yeah, it was good. A lot of fun. I just finished that one, and I'm still kind of like reeling from it. And I, I don't know. I liked um, Rafe. I thought he was a very interesting and nuanced villain. Uh, they kind of, you know, shoot a lot of the supernatural villains and precedents of the previous games and kind of rolled it into just kind of a human villain who was really engaging and interesting and your final boss fight with him is awesome you know not not to give too much away but i tried
0: to warn you about that one because i was like i found that one frustrating
2: yeah the whole
0: sword fight bullshit yeah. with him.
2: i loved it i thought it was very cool especially because i came off of what felt like 20 hours died of, of gun combat yeah uh i, I thought it was great
0: I died a lot. Yeah, so I, I did like, too.
2: I actually, I <laughs> recorded it as I was playing it. I think I died about like 18 or so times. I, I Jesus saw, Christ. I saw every single exit line he says to you when you die and then they reset. And I heard him. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's horrible. But it was great. Um, yeah, that was the last big one okay. that I played. Um, and I'm, I'm in the middle of one right now. What? Uh, well, the one you, you finished. Yeah. Uh, Right, we, okay. We're, we're going to end I on think this we one. Need, yeah,
0: I think we need to end on this one. We need to talk about this one because we... it's a
2: special game. We,
0: I, I kind of accidentally fell into it. Yeah. After some recommendation here and there. Yeah. We, so we both played Life is Strange yeah. in mid-2016 when this game was available at the beginning of this year
2: on yeah. PS4, right? Yeah, they released uh-huh. the full disc edition uh, in January. Right, and I think it started
0: to come out in 2013? 2014 was... Okay. Yeah. No, I think it was 2014 yeah. when it started to come out. Yeah. Um, so, people wanted to call this game like a Telltale light title because it's all—it's it's an adventure game, yeah. and you you know a lot of the same beats. It's very choice oriented. The story changes depending on what choices you make within the narrative. Um, but I would say it's a different. Sure, sure. It it can take some influence from it, yeah. but it is a different experience from what Telltale gives. And in, mo- in some ways, a better, more than what I want. I would call it Telltale heavy you yeah. know or I mean it's more of what I want exactly out of Telltale or yeah. I'm just like Telltale make it a fucking game instead yeah. of just cutscenes I, I say yes or no to with shoddy gameplay and all with that. shoddy it's, there's no yeah. gameplay to Telltale there's, sometimes I can walk in an environment yeah. for like three seconds and then it's like oh back to cutscene land yeah. like this game you control the character a lot more
2: yeah and I, let's talk about how she controls too because games like that uh, we talk about like Heavy Rain we talk about yeah. Until Dawn Telltale games uh, it feels very tanky very heavy, right? Uh, when I'm moving Maxine from scene to scene, from object to object, I feel like it, it was very smooth.
0: No, yeah, I felt it felt smooth. It didn't feel uh, heavy. There's no fucking quick times to really worry about yeah. as well. So that's that's a benefit too. If you're yeah. looking for a story-based game that isn't a hundred percent quick times, which is all David Cage's games. Yeah, um, Beyond Two Souls sucks. Uh, <laughs> just throwing that in <laughs> he there. Had for to you, throw buddy. that in there. I had to throw it in there for you.
2: Um, I like it. We'll have this conversation another day, but. No, I had it. <laughs> there it, <is>. it sucks. <laughs> the <laughs> Quantic <laughs> Dissemination died. Did right not then. like it. Okay. <laughs> and fucking
0: Ellen Page came after uh, <laughs> Naughty Dog for the likeness of Ellie. And I'm just like, nah, you should be thanking them even if it looks yeah. like you. <laughs> I think that, that
2: might have sold more copies of Beyond because people were like, is this the Ellen Page game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? So,
0: no, Life is Strange has a cool story. It has a cool little style to it. Um, it's from Don't Nod, which is kind of a weird developer, because their previous game was Remember Me. Yeah. Do you remember that one? I don't. You don't? No. Not at all? No. Well, it was a, uh, action, platformer, future, just Mm sci-fi, bullshitty. It didn't play very well. Okay. And it was all too French, for my taste. Okay. Which I think they're a French dev. Yeah. (laughs) But, you
2: know. I won't hold that against them because yeah. Life is Strange is actually pretty good. It is,
1: and it takes it's, place it's, in America.
2: Yeah, it, it's published by Square Enix too, which is really interesting.
0: Yeah, well, it's, well, that's a cool little yeah. thing for them to having their repertoire because yeah. you know before that was just like Hitman, and Final Fantasy. It's yeah. like we know. I know they've before.
2: been actually for me they've been publishing better games than they've been Tomb making. Tomb Raider, them. Tomb Raider, yeah, All right. That was a great pairing with them and Crystal Dynamics. They've been
0: killing them. They, yeah. or, they've been killing it lately. Yeah. I would say they, they're they're coming back pretty strong. because yeah. there was a while where we were just like Square Enix. I don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. No, I like it. I yeah. like it. I like that they would take the risk on this game, because I think it paid off, because it was critically acclaimed. Yeah. I love the story. I love the p- performances. I think one thing you need to keep in mind is that the first episode is really weak in mm-hmm. comparison to the rest of the series. Yeah. And some of the writing is really jarring.
2: Well... Uh, how did you describe it? It's, it's more of the dialogue. It's, uh, it's so Diablo Cody-esque, the yeah. way like they think that teenagers should talk, this like sort of new invented slang that... It, it hurts to listen so to. And like, it really holds the game back in a lot of ways. And there are other games that do it way worse. Like, I, one of my biggest hang-ups with Until Dawn was how bad some of the dialogue was. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, pretty fucking stilted. Uh,
2: especially because those people, they were supposed to be like in college age. And these are, you know, these are still like kind of school seniors. So it's a little mm-hmm. more, you know, accepted for them to kind of speak <laughs> this way. Um, so once you get past the dialogue, though, it is a very special, amazing story. Um, and the writing on, on a narrative level is great. Um, yeah.
0: I like it, and I like the uh, reversing time mechanic. Yeah, It's kind of like the precipice of the story, but yeah. um, it, it's a cool feature because yeah. you, you can fuck up in the story and, and unlock. Unlike Telltale, where you're like you're stuck with it. Yeah. And I hope you made the right choice yeah. in the five seconds we gave you to make that choice. No, no, no. This game is like you can go back and see how it played out otherwise.
2: Yeah. Which is really cool. And if you don't like it, she'll even comment like, oh, we could have done something better there. Or, you know, we could have maybe hurt this person less. And you have the option to go back.
0: But she'll it. say the same thing no matter what yeah. choice I found out. She was just like, I don't know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: after every choice yeah. you make and it fills you full, like, like with, doubt, with doubt.
0: I'm just like, well, no one died on this run through. So I think it's okay, Max. I think it's good. Yeah, let's I think we're Max. Go, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get out of here.
2: Um, I, I love the, the time concept. I think um, it you know, the, the chaos theory butterfly effect idea, yeah. which is, it's, it's a great simple idea. Uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, when I was like, don't say in it. In high school, was the butterfly effect. Fuck! Fish. Yeah, I liked it. It was great. It was a fun time. And it was oh, cool no. to finally see a game kind of use that idea. Because yeah. uh, I think until Dawn tried to use it and it didn't, it wasn't communicated in a game. Do you way. know that I mean,
0: one of the deleted endings was Ash and Kutcher going back to being yeah, a fetus, fetus and, and, and strangling, and strangling, and and strangling. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great
2: ending. You don't get the cool Oasis song at the end of the movie with no, that. No, you one. don't. But, you know. <laughs> sorry the yeah, I, I, yeah you know
0: they, they made three of those they did yeah two of them were like sci-fi original movies. <laughs> that, and different dudes too like model looking dudes
2: yeah <laughs> oh good times but no that, that's, times. that's a great aspect you really feel the weight of all of your choices and they actually play out in a way no like, let's keep like, talking about the butterfly effect whereas like until dawn the movie. You know, no <laughs> you know until dawn like uh the first i say two-thirds of the game you feel like your decisions really matter in a way and then you find out they don't no, you don't think so? They really don't. I mean, your interplay between uh, the relationships you build with the characters, it kind of maybe, you know, peaks their survivability a little bit. But I feel like, you know, there wasn't as much weight to what I was doing. Uh, granted, you know, there were herring situations, uh, we'll say the Wendigos, where you kind of had to, like, really make sure you were playing to the quick time events really smartly well, so I you f- didn't die. But as far as decisions go, I feel like Life is Strange is a better fleshed
0: out. Maybe one of the things that held that one back a little bit was that it all took place over one night.
2: So, sure.
0: how much character development can you really have in one night in yeah. these characters' lives? And that's uh, that's most horror movies, where it's like they're going to be who they are throughout yeah. the whole movie, and then maybe they become a badass or maybe they die. Yeah, and that's kind of your two roads yeah. to take. Where yeah, Life is Strange takes place over five well, days. Technically five days. Technically, yes. but you like relive these five days like ten different times. Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. It's it's got a little Groundhog's Day to it. Yeah, it's got a little. Uh,
2: Dawson's Creek the Twin Peaksy, it's coat Twin of Peaksy, paint on it yeah
0: and it has no shame in referencing these shows like, no
2: outright. it's so self-indulgent in all the things that it references trust
0: uh, no one is like written
2: everywhere yeah. all over the college that Max goes exactly. to exactly Square Enix yeah. even like we're like oh, we're gonna put our own name in this and they drop like Final Fantasy Spirits Within yeah but you, you're, like, you're right about with the big uh, the big plot twist um yeah, I I'm can't a, even talk about it. I'm, I'm still playing it. I'm at, in the middle of episode four yeah. right now, and episode the beginning of episode four, uh, episode three leading into it was one of the best moments in a game I had experienced in a while, where I was like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. Seriously, that, like, that was the hook. Yeah.
0: I said, by three, it's like, you can't stop playing. Yeah. You cannot stop playing. And it doesn't really dissipate. Huh. I mean, three, four, five, mm-hmm. fucking
2: excellent. Yeah, you flew through those last year. You said you played Yeah, them, like, I did. I sitting. played four
0: and five in one sitting. Yeah. Um, Five kind of falters in only one part that's mm. kind of weird and it's a dream sequence too mm. which is the weirdest part about it okay Um. but otherwise superb fucking episode uh, yeah great ending too mm. some people say the game fell apart at the ending I, really? I, I want to see what you say about it okay because I, I enjoyed the ending I did enjoy the ending I was like yep that's the way it should have ended yeah
2: I'm enjoying everything I've, I've done with it so far. Uh, yep. I'm probably gonna platinum it first playthrough because I've been enjoying like going off the beaten road and getting all like the optional photos. Found them very easy to get, um, and then oh yeah, you did yeah, mm-hmm. Fuck, and the, the soundtracking. Is, I didn't do any of them. It's great. Yeah. So good.
0: Oh yeah, it's got a little. Um...
2: Got some What's bright thing? eyes in got there. Got some bright
0: eyes. Got a little Amanda Palmer.
2: Uh, Angus oh. and Julia Stone. Right? Uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's like an indie Spotify set list going yeah. on
0: there. I like that. It's a yeah. little Bonnaroo time.
2: And they do this cool thing with the episodes that um, Tales from the Borderlands did that I really love, where they open their episodes in a very like cinematic sort of way. Yeah. Where they'll have like you know a little bit of scene happening, and then they'll get to the opening credits, and they'll play this like really important song behind it. And Life is Strange, know, where they'll have songs playing behind, like you know the opening of the events for each episode and I think that's a cool way to start each one
0: that's a good game it, it is. is I do recommend it to yeah. people
2: that haven't tried it already it's cheap too you know it's only like 30 bucks 20 Th- 20 now? Huh? yeah why are you buying 30
0: bucks come, come on
2: man well I think when I went, when want... well maybe
0: that's physical physical is 30 well, when I went, you can when... download the whole thing for 20
2: okay when I went with my girlfriend to pick it up because we're actually playing on her copy uh, it was oh I know it was 30 bucks so
0: I know Saw it sitting there I was like This isn't gonna be here forever
2: Yeah So I
0: gotta fucking Take this thing Yeah cuz you're not going to play. it. You're playing Overwatch.
2: I was. I was actually explicitly told to play it after Uncharted 4 and yeah. I kind of let it lay there for a little bit and then yeah. you played it and then I was really told to play it and I'm like, "Okay, I got to do it." And I love it. Like Don't
0: yeah. don't don't act like you're really told to play. it. No, no, no. It's cuz you saw me playing and you're like, "What's he doing?"
2: He's yeah. enjoying. It? I mean, it was a little bit of that. Like I know she yeah. wanted to talk about it with me, but I also wanted to talk about it with you cuz we'll like I knew this it. was coming up and it, you it. know, it's important. It's a good time. It's yeah. an important. It's game. an important game, I think. <laughs> as far as interactive yeah. uh adventure point and click sort of games go, it's very important. Right. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, so yeah, that's, that's about our summer in review That's there, about huh? summer in review. Okay.
0: So we got this next thing going
2: on Okay, here. this is a fun We're recurring. trying to fit some
0: time. I know we're running a little long here. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah. yeah. know, boom, boom, boom. So um, we're going to call this segment. And this we're hoping this is a recurring yeah. segment.
2: Just for fun, whether it's bi-weekly or, yeah. you know, once a month. No, it's going to be every day. Every day? We're going okay. to record it every, every day. day. Oh, jeez. We're going to have okay? 365 seconds. You're going to be in the seconds. shower.
0: We're going to do this. <laughs> We're going to call it Game Pitch. Game Pitch. Where you have only 17 seconds. 17? What? Let's do 30. 17 okay. <laughs> seconds to pitch me a game. Okay. And then we can spitball and try to make this fucking gold. Okay. Essentially. Okay? Okay. So what's spinning out of our mouths right now is going to be silver. Okay. We're going to make it gold. We're going to
2: spin it to gold and then platinum. And then
0: platinum. Then we're when going to to platinum. When we're rich and you're downloading it <laughs> yeah. by the droves, you're treating it like the next Pokemon Go. Yeah. But not, you know, Pokemon. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Or Go. <laughs> None of that. Yeah. But you're going to fucking
2: revere yeah. us. You're going to it, and you're gonna be like, wow, I was there on the ground level when they talked about it.
0: Right. <laughs> and we may not adhere to 17 seconds, but I'm going to say 17 okay. seconds, because it
2: matters. So you get the sense of how fast and cutthroat it is going to be on right. this th- So you're going to throw it before. at me.
0: What is your first game? Pitch me again.
2: Oh, you want me to pitch a game? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, All right, we're going to go for this first one here. Uh, Death by Disco.
0: Okay. Who the fuck? You named them too. I didn't I, did I don't them. even
2: expect that much. You don't expect that? I went hard on Death this. by like, Disco? You gave me homework and I did it.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't. All right, So, go so, ahead. so Death by Death disco. disco it's
2: going to be a uh, 1970s inspired uh, yeah. side scrolling beat em up. Uh, okay. And you're basically your moves, uh, you know, they're static at some point, but they're powered by disco music. So, you have <laughs> okay, a soundtrack inspired by, you know, Funk and Disco, uh, Cool and the Gang, Bootsy Collins, uh, 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 Abba. Abba, 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 Cher, yeah. Earth, Wind, and right. Fire. Uh, and you're basically fighting in, in an urban gonna city. And you're going to get all this licensed music, right? Yes, of course. Holy shit. Yeah, okay. And you're fighting through urban cities to basically bring disco to the city. So you're going to be fighting through uh, dance clubs that rock music, <laughs> and you're like, no, it's disco so night. So these cities don't have disco to begin with? <laughs> no. And you're, really and trying, you're bringing <laughs> disco yeah, to them. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you have a lot of detractors who are like, no, disco sucks. Hippies. Uh, so who are you fi- Are you fighting, like, punks? You're fighting punks. Yeah. You're fighting 1960s hippies. <laughs> you're fighting mods. You're fighting anybody okay. to bring disco to your city. And uh, you're going to be one of four characters.
0: So I imagine this character, who looks a lot like Disco Stew from Simpsons, okay. going around. That's what I'm seeing in my head, anyway. I don't know what you're seeing. I see him going around <laughs> in these slums, and shit's, like, just fucked up, dilapidated yeah. housing. And he walks in, and when he's done... Beating the shit out of people with disco. Like, suddenly the room has this fucking, like, uh, Rubik's Cube floor. Yeah. And we have a a disco ball hanging off. Like, that's how you know the level's done. A disco ball emerges. erupts from the ceiling. A boss explodes out of it. (laughs) You gotta fight the boss. It'll be like the landlord. Yeah.
2: And he's like, no music. No music after 10 p.m. (laughs) Okay.
0: I love
2: this idea. Yeah, Yeah, it was fun. It speaks to my love of uh, beat em ups. <laughs> I love beat em
1: ups. Yeah, they're great. We talked
0: a long time ago. We want to start an entire company, an entire developer that just turns licensed things into beat em ups. Yeah. We want to be the telltale of beat em up games. Fucking Harry Potter. Beat em up. The Fault in Our Stars. Beat em up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's actually just do a whole John Green uh, <laughs> franchise. The Paper whole John beat-em-up. Green playlist. I'm looking for this girl, again. As a beat em. <laughs> Fuck your indie squallers. We can do some
0: crossovers, yeah. you know. We can do like uh, like a Resident Evil beat okay. beat 'em up or yeah.
2: whatnot. Um, <laughs> so that's that's my pitch yeah. to you. I don't actually have um, an idea for a developer. Uh, maybe retro games. Uh, that'd be fun for this beat 'em up. Yeah,
0: they've been doing first person yeah. shooters, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, they might do a pretty good. They beat- might. Well, they, no, they did. No, no retro no
2: did Nint- a lot of Nintendo games. Yeah, they did uh, Donkey Kong. Country. They did Donkey Kong Returns.
1: Yeah.
0: I got you. Yeah. Okay, I got a game for you. Okay. It is a beat-em-up as well. Okay. Because we both have an unnatural love for beat-em-ups. We do. Um, we play a lot of Streets of Rage. Right? Oh, that is my game. <clears throat> so, I call it, the name Name itself is Run Amok. Okay. Okay? So you play as a garbage man. Uh-huh. And he's going through the city. Okay. I'm going to say Chicago. Okay. Because I have a very strong dislike for the city of Chicago. Okay. And I, I want to place it somewhere that I'm very uncomfortable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and windy windswept, if you will. Okay. And so this guy's picking up garbage. That's what he does. Yeah. And I imagine being alone garbage worker. He doesn't even have a partner. That's how good he is at his job. Yeah. Okay. And so he's driving around, he jumps off the back. He's but he notices something, something something, something, something. <laughs> he notices something someday. Okay. It's weird. Yeah. The garbage is moving and shaking. Okay. And, like, maybe he sees, like, a homeless dude. Uh, yeah. what's going on over there? And suddenly, fucking, a, a trash monster emerges. Wow. And devours this homeless uh, gentleman. Okay. Or sucks him in the trash land. Whatever Whatever rating we're going after. Yeah. M rating, bites him in half. Yeah. E rating, sucks him in the trash yeah. land.
2: <laughs> okay? <laughs> I have this cartoonish animation of him getting T rating,
0: calls him a bitch. Because yeah. he
2: sucks him in the, the trash land. The one bitch that we can use Exactly. In okay. Or maybe
0: he kills him and he just fades away. Yeah. Okay. But. So trash is becoming sentient. Okay. And it's up to the trash man to take out the trash. Okay. Okay? I would, I would get behind so that. So he starts beating the shit out of yeah. these trash monsters. And I want to get more and more elaborate. Like, you know, to like, he has, like, one of the monsters made of like broken tube TVs and mm. shit. Oh, He's man. like blinding him by like showing him like static TV. Oh, and, that's crazy. Like that's some of the power, like you get all woozy when it happens. Yeah. But here's the thing. All the enemies you fight, you gotta like, like pummel on yeah. them, but you have to get their health down. You have to soften them up, mm-hmm. but you can't just kill them outright. You have to literally throw them into the compact. Okay. And sometimes you get to chain this maneuver together. Okay. Okay? Where you got to grab like several of them and just like throw them into the compactor. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way to be done with them for good or else okay. they, they come back yeah. as stronger trash. Okay.
2: Essentially. Interesting. So, so you kind of can, like transmorgify into something. Right. You harder.
0: can knock out a piece okay. of trash and he'll be on the ground like, oh, uh. and then suddenly like he'll get some fucking craft cheese on him or something. <laughs> and like, then he's
2: like repowered.
0: Dripping out of the dumpster <laughs> and he gets
2: like, like he's stronger. You got to compact these motherfuckers. Okay. Okay that's run amok interesting I like that um, I, I we talked I like about this very briefly the other day I we like did. kind of like an additional uh, in game feature where it's kind of inspired like a top down paper yeah. boy yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you're basically just okay. going up a street and you're just kind of like stopping by houses taking out the trash kind of going for multiple it's a very different game right? very different but it would be yeah. like a fun little arcade game to have like included uh, after you beat the initial game when you beat the initial game yeah. <laughs> right it'll
0: be included on the full $59.99 release
2: yeah <laughs> okay so that's okay. run amok um, yeah I got a game what do you got uh, this is going to be a four uh, D VR experience. Okay, wow. Uh, coming to us by Visceral Games. Wow. Yeah, you even chose a developer. I huh? chose a developer because I needed they don't have any a say. studio that listened to <laughs> peripheral, <laughs> peripheral right. experiences and would really add a lot to the experience. Okay. And I'm if sure. if Amy Heading is available, I would love to get her to write. So
0: so you <laughs> need their collective experience uh, making such classics as uh, Battlefield Hardline. Uh to assist you in in this upcoming game.
2: We're talking more Dead Space
0: here? No, 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 but that's that's their latest release, so that's what counts. All right, all right. We don't talk about Dead Space.
2: (laughs) That's not what matters. Okay. Hardline. Okay, so this is going to come out with the Sony VR. It's going to be a launch title. Uh, it's called Prairie Dog. <laughs> so it's coming out October. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You've you been making this? Yeah. <laughs> working on it. Yeah. You think I've been playing Overwatch <laughs> till six in the morning? No, I've been working that's on that's what it new sounds like IP called Prairie Doggin. Okay. O- okay, it's going to be a one hour to two, two hour. hour VR VR experience. Um, yeah, <laughs> where you're essentially a man. You're busy. <laughs> you're an office type. You work for like a really you know high to your office, um, and you have a family. You, you a work lot... for, like, Enron. You work <laughs> for Enron. Uh, you got a lot going on. Um, but your problem is, oh, no, you had a big lunch. Your break is over. You don't have time. And you're like, oh, I feel gassy. And okay. you poop a little, but not too much. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, hold on. And you start to prairie dog. And if you don't know what prairie dogging is, it's when you, you kind of, you, no. you shart a little bit, no. uh, and you basically have a little turd hanging out of you. Uh, so it's like how prairie dogs kind of come up out of the earth, peek up, and go back down. So uh, that's the whole concept of it. And basically, so glad
0: we got that on the record. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. Uh, and okay. the forty the experiences experience because, you know, the VR is going to pick up, you know, your motions. If you do any sort of motion <laughs> that's too tense, it's going to come out of you. So the whole object is to basically... So, so you have some biometrics going on, <laughs> yeah. too, in addition to the headset. Yeah. So you have to keep this right, in right. you until you can get to a bathroom. But oh no, things happen. You got a call from the school. You have to go see your kid's principal. Okay, you have to do something for your wife. <laughs> oh, wait a second, <laughs> wait a second. So you're in the office, yeah. you're prairie dogging. You're prairie dogging. You're, 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 following your big Chipotle lunch. <laughs> but your new intern So, so you're holding
0: you. the heat. Yeah, you're holding the heat. And you're telling me he can't pop off to the bathroom? No. For like maybe 10 minutes before he picks up the wife and kids? He has to. Why not?
2: He just can't. He's a busy guy. Okay. So the game doesn't let you. Like the you, game doesn't let Like you.
0: you can walk to the bathroom and they're like, oh, sorry, son. Yeah. It's out of commission. Yeah. Oh. Like something like that. Yeah. Or like you just can't like touch the knob. There's no knob. There's no, <laughs> no You've woken up. The, the developers way. like took the knobs out of the door. Okay. So you got to go pick up your kids. Yeah. No. Or your wife. You're picking up your wife. I don't know.
2: Well, no, the fir- the first instance, okay, you gotta call from the principal, you gotta you go. call from the principal. You gotta do damage control at the school because yeah. something happened with your son. Your,
0: your kids are also prairie
2: dogging in <laughs> no. school. It's just you. <laughs> You're just prairie dogging. Okay. okay. You're talking to the, the principal. <laughs> All right. Um, and like I said, you have to it you have to be very reductive with your movements because any sort of like overexertion will cause <laughs> yeah, it to further reductive. further. And since it's a forty experience, you also <laughs> smell it. Okay. So the more it comes out, the more you smell it. <laughs> it's Awful. I was wondering what the 4D meant. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. One to two hours that probably nobody will ever want to sit through. Um, the tagline is going to be... <laughs> Go
0: ahead, drop this on me. <laughs> Plop it on me.
2: Am I the only one that smells that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so... Uh... I mean I don't think you're not on something yeah. uh, but apparently you're going to go gold before yeah. October exactly
2: uh, from my understanding yeah. you're saying it's a launch title for, it is for PSVR title. Uh, a walking simulator that basically is sensors which your- as
0: far as I'm aware does not have uh, some sort of smell capability well, to well it. it will
2: alright you're adding that <laughs> I'm, adding, I'm going into the developers like hey we need this in by launch okay yeah <laughs> that's fair Yeah. alright I like it okay so that's prairie dogging prairie Doggin. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, got me,
0: Kevin. We're okay, I got another one. Me. I don't have a good... I've got a, like a TBA mm-hmm. kind of name okay. going on for it, but the premise is pretty simple. It's in the vein of like Five Nights at Freddy's and, and Outlast. Okay. Where Five Nights at Freddy's, there's not a whole lot of... Like, you don't walk around yourself. That's mm. why I want a little Outlast into it. Okay. Okay, so it's closer to Outlast. But you're going around, and you're in a house. Uh, a woman has just died. Okay. Okay? She passed away. Of seemingly natural causes, as they are, and maybe you're her grandson mm-hmm. or something, and you gotta you gotta assess the property because you're gonna sell that shit. You're you're the only known heir, yeah, to the throne. But here's the thing: she was what we want to call, very uh, colloquially, a crazy cat lady. <laughs> but she has a mansion. Okay. And she filled that mansion with cats. cats. Every square inch. Cats. Every square
2: inch is filled with <laughs> mewling cats. <laughs> okay? This is, I don't know why you would want to put this together. This is your nightmare. <laughs> That's why I'm making it. I'm afraid of this idea. So it, it gets
0: into Outlast territory in that out of this collection, this, this, this I would say this, um, this moving mass of cats that lives in this mansion, uh, there's a few that are murderous. Okay. There's a few that aren't afraid to kill. Oh shit. And it's up to you. In the pitch of night, there's no lights. All you see is cat eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you're tripping over cats yeah. too. And you got to move through the cats mm-hmm. without alarming other cats. <laughs> okay? And we're talking about there's like a living carpet of cats going oh, on God. here. So you got to be
2: very cautious with your movements. Yeah. So that's even worse than that like game like Don't Wake Daddy.
0: Exactly, I don't know what that is, but yeah, <laughs> essentially it's yeah. don't wake daddy, yeah. and don't wake the kitties, yeah. okay, because these certain cats control the rest, and they become a swarm. It's
2: like a hive mind of cats. Right, okay. and so
0: it's up to you, one by one, you're trying to dispatch the evil cats, mm-hmm. so you go up and you try to sneak up on them, and maybe there's like a little boss fight going on, you end up in like a, like a different room with its own history, mm-hmm. maybe a murder that okay. the cat committed mm-hmm. beforehand, you know? And so you get a little backstory on it, and you gotta fight this fucking cat off. This boss cat. (laughs) I would say, let's say there's five out of like 300 cats. Yeah, that is the 400 cats. Okay. I like 400 cats better. I don't know why. (laughs) I just want an astronomical amount of cats in this mansion. Okay. And you have to fucking like you punch them out basically. You gotta twist their little kitty heads. But it's gonna be a tough fight Hmm. because they're spry. Yeah. It's all first person, by the way. Okay. So you're going around and like you know it has a little bit of uh, some melee going on to it, mm-hmm. but you gotta do some like dodges and counters and stuff because you know it can tear your head off, man. Mm. Okay. Here's what I call it. Okay. I call it five nights with kitties.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a very clever yeah. Rip. I like it. Yeah. Is, so has has the, well, the gameplay a play Is it through like quick time events or is it? A little bit of quick time, a little okay. bit of just like straight. Like melee
0: mechanics, okay. like you're just straight up punching oh. these fucking cats. Okay. Get through, but it doesn't serve you to attack every cat you see, no. because you get killed faster than anything. Yeah. Okay, you feel me on that? Yeah. You'll get killed almost instantaneously. Mm. But if you're selective, you can get away with a few cat killings. Okay, but remember, there's only five that you need to kill mm-hmm. to beat the game. Yeah, the big five. Right, but you got to <laughs> navigate through these
2: fucking cat mazes. Does the, the crazy cat lady, yeah. does she come into play at all? No, she's dead. She's dead. She's dead. Okay.
1: There
0: might be some warnings from her. Mm-hmm. Like maybe around the house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but what happened in the final days? Like mm-hmm. what went down? And maybe you find out like, no, she was slaughtered by a cat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She was taken down by the meanest cat. Well, like, that's great. Like kind of like in Gremlins, they yeah. had the fucking, the mohawk one. What yeah. was his name? Spike or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like that. He's a cat with a fucking mohawk, a white mohawk running around this house controlling the rest it's of cool the cool looking Siamese cat. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's got a vest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a denim vest? <laughs> yes.
2: Nothing fun.
0: <laughs> so that's 5 nights with kitty. Okay, that's fun. Okay. Uh, I got
2: I got one more for you. Okay. Um it's called A Fistful of Wulons. Yeah. All right. I'm going to let you go. It's going to kind of be like a like a license title. It's going to be a uh merging of uh <laughs> you have grand, dreams grand theft auto style uh okay. gameplay with cowboy bebop okay yeah get to play it's like an rpg type game uh plays one of the four characters on the bebop you okay. know uh ed spike jet jet, jet Faye. uh okay. maybe like after you beat the game you can unlock ein so you could you know, go around the bebop as like the little uh dog that he is i guess it's a corgi um that could be mini games that could yeah mini yeah. games as him uh but I thought it would be cool because uh, Cowboy bebop has got a really interesting world. And yeah. I feel like if you introduce some sort of Grand Theft Auto aspect to it, like, okay, you have to go to other planets, you have to do, like, bounties, you have to do hunts. Okay,
0: so when you said Grand Theft Auto, I was just
2: thinking, like, oh, like, maybe, like, one city. But, like, you're saying, like, I can go through the cosmos. Yeah. So
0: from planet to planet. Yeah. The solar system okay. that is
2: present in the, yeah. in the anime that you have access to. So you go to other planets, okay. you go to Earth at some point. Uh, I thought it'd just be a cool concept because, like, we've never really seen a Cowboy Bebop video game and
0: i'm sure there is one but just one that we don't want to play
2: yeah um so is there going to be space combat can you do a little space combat yeah there's going to be a a space brawl here too
0: okay
2: there's going to be no sound in space no that's going to be a first just jazz just jazz
1: just straight jazz jazz.
2: yeah we're going to get um, yoko kono and the seatbelts to come in and just do their hard version of of bebop all over the place (laughs) but you got to get the license for yeah i gotta get the license i don't know how i'm gonna do that i don't know you're gonna do that either so, I, I, I wanted to get a big <laughs> studio behind it that possibly could. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, you got? Namco Bandai?
0: Well, they're a publisher.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I can get him in on it.
0: Yeah, you can get them in.
2: Yeah.
0: In. You might be able to do that. Yeah. You can get Platinum games to make it. I think Platinum would do? Yeah. Okay. That seems like a Platinum thing. To <laughs> Try to do an anime justice and yeah. then maybe do like a half job on it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's your style. Yeah. All right. Um, I like that. Yeah, it could be fun. I like that. I like Cowboy Bebop a lot. Who doesn't? I want Trigun. More than
2: that. Yeah. But that's me. I think it's a cooler story to tell, but you know. Yeah. We're on different sides of the fence. It's true. You uh, another one for me is. Was... I do have another one. Okay. For you. It's going to be our last one.
0: And this one's not. Yeah, it's going to be the last one. This is not like a final title, but it gives you a sense of the concept. So essentially, I call it Katamari in the Human Body. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So imagine this. It's not necessarily Katamari, but it's the same idea. Let's say you start off as like really, really small, like your player character, whatever he is, mm-hmm. really just infantesimal Mm
1: -hmm.
0: microscopic essentially and you start off in the human body and you start rolling up. Like let's say you have like one blood vessel. That's 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 your ball that you roll. Okay? That's how small you are. And you're rolling up other blood vessels. But when you get bigger and bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. You're fucking tearing up this dude from the inside. Yeah. You start fucking rolling up veins. Oh, wow. Okay? Yeah, you start, like, tearing out veins. You start rolling up some fucking organs and shit. Are you a
2: virus? Like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I don't know
0: what you a are. parasite? You could be the, the guy from Pikmin, for all I care. Okay, wow. You could just be, like, a dude. Yeah. Like, like, just an angry, mm. like, a, a convict that accidentally ended up with shrinking technology. So, so... Rick Moranis basically <laughs> became a convict with yeah. this trick. Or, no, he accidentally shrunk a convict. Yeah. And this convict's like, I need to get out. Okay. <laughs> Damn. And his plan is to roll up a person from the inside. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, but you learn about the human body as you yeah. go along. Like, maybe you start so small, you're rolling up germs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you get to the point where you're like rolling up like what he ate yeah. <laughs> that day. Okay. And I, oh shit, I'm rolling up his intestine. Man, That's going to be a fucking ride. You're rolling up bones, cracking yeah. this dude's bones and shit, you know? And But like, you can start on different points in of the body. body. Let's like, like yeah. just there's an entire level dedicated to just being in his fucking skull.
2: Yeah. Like rolling up the skull. brain. Rolling up yeah. neurons.
0: Right. You, know, you wow. roll up that Synaptics. until you start getting bigger and you're wow. rolling up fucking brain, skull matter, you're, and you burst out of his face. <laughs> <And> you're like, <laughs> level
2: complete.
0: 100%. <laughs> when you have dude's headless. A like. meatball. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be every level. Burst out of his wow. ass. I fucking learned about the colon. <laughs>
2: you know? Yeah. I love it. I, I wouldn't play it first day, but I would pick it up. Because I really <laughs> I love have, Katamari. I would play it first day. That would be a first you would day stream it. for me. I would
0: stream it every day. <laughs> you know, I'm like, today we're rolling up this guy's leg. Oh, wow. <laughs> we're going to start from the inside. So, yeah, I feel good about that. Okay. That's good. Yeah. We get some good shit. Yeah. You know? And they, these are free to the public. Yeah. If people want to make these kind of games,
2: please just cr- give us a cut. Credit us, at least. Maybe Absolutely. put our URL somewhere in, you know, yeah. your... No, I feel that. The game sleeve, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a game mm-hmm.
0: before that we were supposed to include in the summer review and we
2: forgot about. It. I know.
0: Do you know? I thought about it while we were moving on. No Man's Sky.
2: Yeah.
0: We didn't talk about that too much. No. You didn't play it, I played it. Yeah. And that was one of the games I picked up in the summer. And we, we did, already alluded to it at the beginning of the we podcast did. that we're going to go into a little bit more. I want to say a few things yeah. about No Man's Sky. Okay. It's a profoundly boring game. <laughs> um, <laughs> profoundly boring. And I do think, I wrote a little piece about this on theredherb.com. Yeah. Check it out. Um, that procedural generation is important. There's so much potential for it in the gaming space. Um, and I think it is impressive what Hello Games achieved with just like a five man crew. Yeah, it was
2: a very small development team.
0: Saying that there's fucking like a trillion goddamn
2: planets in this game to discover. And that. That's... 18.5 quintillion. That's yeah, too much. Don't sell it short. It's too much. I will sell it That's short. That's a lot of zeros.
0: But the thing is, the things that you do on each planet, and mm-hmm. trust me, each planet, mm-hmm. there's only the same things to mm-hmm. do, are basically mining for resources, mm-hmm. and then you run out of inventory to hold it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you find another exosuit on the planet. Okay. There's a drop pod on every single planet, more than one. Who's putting them here? Whatever. Yeah. Everything's supposed to be undiscovered mm-hmm. from the get-go. Yeah. And yet, there's already installations, alien installations on there. Oh, wow. There is drop pods. There is other alien life. Uh, you meet sentient life that trades with you when yeah. you meet them, and you're just like undiscovered. Like even when you arrive to a planet, it already has a fucking name. Yeah, it has a name. I'm sure it's a There's random- structures. Yeah, I'm sure it's a randomized name from like just a set of letters that it was like ah, <laughs> oh, this sounds like vowels and
1: pff, there you here's go. a
0: cool alien language. Right. Boom. But it just it's a, it's such a boring game That that's the thing that struck me about it a lot of the things that you do are tedious and yeah. a lot of the game is just against you yeah. there's a lot of meters that you have to worry about you gotta worry about your life support you gotta worry about um, your launch thrusters mm-hmm. your, your fucking boosters yeah. your hyperdrive yeah, yeah your shit and these things have uh, depleting resources mm-hmm. on them you gotta find more and more and more And even your life suit. You know, like I said, the life support, your temperature gauge. There's so much shit to worry about every two seconds that you just get bogged down with what you're doing. And the greater sense of the game is kind of lost where it's like, well, I'm supposed to be discovering the universe. Yeah. I really just spend too much time just fucking doing the same. Mining for resources. Yeah. Mining resources and doing the same five fucking things. That you can
2: somehow do on every planet. Every
0: planet has plutonium. Yeah. Every planet has these insulations. Every planet, you learn more alien words. Yeah. It's like there's no surprise to it. There's no, like, shit, uh, there's, like, an intergalactic war going on here. Oh, shit, this alien life is having a civil war that you can get. Like, there's nothing interesting
2: about it. I think that's what happens, though, when you have uh, a procedurally generated game. Like, they probably had a formula that they plugged, like, various things into and very, you know, slightly modified each world based off of different plugins. And we had this large world that could have had a lot of, like, intrigue and value to it, but it it was big and empty. For all that there was, in air quotes, to do, it's empty. you know.
0: Absolutely, and it's such a lonely experience. Yeah. A lot of people have been talking about that. Yeah. It's a lonely experience, and originally they were trying to bill it as a multiplayer game, that it had an online component. Technically it does, mm-hmm. but you never run into another player character, yeah. and all the shit that you're naming, yeah. they'll never see, exactly. no one else will ever see. And it's come to find out... Uh, Some players have been going back to their original starting galaxies Mm -hmm. and finding that while some of the planets and systems keep their name when they get onto the planet, none of the creatures have the same names. None of them retain the same names. And it makes me wonder, does it randomize every time you go back to a planet too? Like let's say you keep on going in the game and then go back to a galaxy... (laughs)
2: Are you even going to see The same fucking alien life On that planet You should Um, But we were talking about it We didn't know if it was an issue Of like maybe memory uh, You know With so much going on Well that's why They don't keep the names Like it's too much
0: memory To worry about
2: Uh, But I think because People were actually Complaining about it They're working on that In an update Alright Yeah
0: Seems like all they've been doing Is updating the game Yeah Like constantly
2: Which is a problem. I mean, I feel like they could have waited... uh, The game was already delayed, like, a few times leading up until the August release. And I feel like maybe they could have taken a little more time, polished it a bit, made it more purposeful, and then released it. You know, maybe done a day one update. uh, But, you know, they've been updating it, like, around the clock, like you said, every day. It's crazy. Right. (laughs) And it's
0: one of those games that, you know, its uh, supporters try to tell you, the journey is the game. It's not about the destination. And for me, it's the same thing. I don't really need a destination. Yeah. I need a point. Yeah. I need a purpose in that game. Yeah. You know, I, I remember I pitched the idea, what if it were you're the last of humanity? Mm-hmm. You have a central base that you keep on going to, let's say a space station, and you're learning more about the universe because you're trying to find another habitable planet. Yeah. And the more you learn about other planets, maybe you take back this research to your scientists on board, mm-hmm. and they give you better upgrades that way, or... You're upgrading your base. You're becoming bigger and better. Maybe there's immunities you never thought that we would have for humankind before that you found on a planet. Like, these discoveries don't have any meaning. Yeah. So I can scan an animal and then name it Limp (laughs) Biscuit. Fucking cool. Yeah. So I can go to another planet and shoot at more plutonium and learn one more alien word, Mm. which always translates to some bullshit like, oh, they're calling me a warrior or an interloper. Yeah. Fantastic. Like, it's a shallow experience.
2: And it has this, like, huge sandbox experience to it, too, but, like, there's, it's empty.
0: There's nothing to do in the sandbox. Like, I
2: feel like Minecraft delivered a better experience in that yeah. regard than they did.
0: Like, unless you can build things in Minecraft. Like, yeah, like you can create in that game. Yeah. This game doesn't have any creation tools as of yet. Yeah, They did talk about trying to add some sort of base building, but yeah. it's just like, all right, well, you don't even let the animal name stay. Yeah, Who's to say my base won't be gone? Exactly. <laughs> you know? And there's just certain gameplay conceits where it's like it doesn't make anything about the game easier on yeah. you. Like, for instance, I think if you, the combat sucks. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. If you walk too far away from your ship, then okay, well, you gotta walk all the way fucking back. And sometimes you'll end up at a base where you can call your ship. Hmm. Sometimes. Okay. You know? So hopefully you discover one of these installations instead. I'm just like, why not just give me a feature that I can upgrade where I can call my ship no matter what? Yeah. That would be neat for me to save some time. Or
2: And again, that's all about time. Yeah.
0: And as far as I'm aware, there's nothing to make your ship much faster than what it is. You can just hold more inventory. And inventory is your greatest fucking enemy in that game. Really? Because your ship fills up so much. You're always doing item management and inventory management. Yeah, and not only that, you have three different um, sections of inventory. Mm. One for your exosuit, one for your ship. And then one for your multi-tool, your gun that you yeah. use to fucking heat up things and blast at these goddamn sentinels that apparently don't want you to heat up things. Hmm. And you can switch between them. You can put shit in your ship or you can take shit from your ship. But basically it's just like, alright, I'm doing this endless circle yeah. of like taking and giving and wow. throwing and fueling and it's just like this is not a rewarding loop. Yeah, Like I don't feel like I'm becoming greater than myself I yeah. don't feel like I'm really discovering anything worthwhile it I can see where the drop-off came from yeah you know some people tried to say well there's so much promise it's not in the game and I'm just like I never I don't think they necessarily ever lied about the game mm-hmm. you know sure there may be some features that aren't there but they never lied about what it was yeah. we made it out to be much what, more yeah. you know especially with the way the marketing wasn't about to tell you like no no no, no, no. don't think that way yeah. don't think that, that, that yeah. it's one thing no it wants you to believe Everything you can believe about the game.
2: It was like our, our Manic Pixie dream game, you know? It was. We had this huge image of it, and it, when we met it, it's just, like, not what we made it out to be. Yeah,
0: it's Tinder date.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a straight-up Tinder date where you're like, you sound amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then
0: you made up, you go, like, so where's your friend? Yeah, yeah right. Oh, you're No Man's Sky.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> so that's what I wanted to say on it. I don't think there's much more to really pummel
2: no. with it. I'm, I'm still waiting on it. I know you're going to trade it in for uh, Resident Evil 4. And don't say that aloud. I, I said it. <laughs> I don't care. Hello Games isn't going to care. They're going to just send us free copies like they have been. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I'm going to wait for it to price drop a little bit for some of the patches to go through, for there to actually be something to do. Um, because I, like I, can play, I can play a game like that where it is just calming and soothing for the sake of playing a game that is calming and soothing and exploring just to explore. But... If I'm going to put time into a universe like that, especially when I have games like The Witcher, uh, I have you know Skyrim coming out, I have Dragon Age Inquisition that I haven't started. I want my world to have a purpose. Yeah. And there's no purpose to be found yet. Unfortunately. Yeah. I wanted it to be good. Yeah. And what's the end game? You get to the center of the universe. That's all. Well, yeah. Yeah. And you don't even find anything great there. No. You, you, <laughs> um, spoiler: You crash land at the center just to kind of start over. Yep. Um,
0: that's sort of the gameplay loop. That's yeah. what I hear is the which, uh, the ending. Which
2: other indie games like have done a cyclical loop like that way better? Yeah. Limbo, Journey, like all of them. <laughs> Though that's true. Yeah. Anything about that? Yeah.
0: Name a AAA game that did that.
2: I can't. It's it's sort of like an indie game feature to kind of like end at the beginning. In
0: a yeah. Way. I like it. Like Dead Space, you just fucking you wake up. <laughs> you're in the Ishimura again. Again, you're like oh, you sh-
2: get the you get the end of part three and yeah. it's the beginning of part one. Oh, uh, and you're like oh, do I? You're like oh, Nicole's alive though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah,
0: she was dead at the beginning of part one anyway. Yeah. Oh, spoilers for a ten-year-old game. Bummer. Sorry. Bummer. Sorry. Bummer.
2: Um, do you want to roll into our, our last segment here? Yeah. Um,
0: Let's do it. Let's do it to it.
2: So we got this idea, uh, we're, we're big on remasters, and uh, we kind of just, you know, wanted to maybe throw out ideas for games that we would like to see be the next remaster that hits our collection.
0: Right, because we got uh, Resident Evil 4 coming out tomorrow. We've already had a few remasters
2: clog up. Yeah. Our, we got the uh, Bioshock's. And- uh, collection that was announced. Yeah, and, yeah, that's coming out next month. Which you know, pretty
0: promising for that. Although uh, you know, no one who originally made the game is developing that really? remastering. So it's kind of like, uh, sure, <laughs> 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 let's see what happens. <laughs> um, it's it's looking tight, but you know, Meh. sometimes when you have another studio working on a game like that, yeah. and not say a game, three games yeah. like that, it's a and, big it's a big job. Because even Techland worked on Dead Island. Yeah. Okay. Like, there's some problems where it's like, oh, shit, we are encountering a bug that we don't know anything about. Yeah. Maybe Irrational does, but oh, my God, Irrational is 14 people now. Exactly. And they don't want to hear the word Bioshock no, ever again. that, yeah. Ugh. So, we'll <laughs> see. But, yeah, we had some ideas for what we would like to see next as a remastering. Mm-hmm. What do you got for me, Daniel?
2: Um. Well, this is a franchise. We'll talk about this probably in every episode because I love it so much. Um, yeah. I think we're at the point where we deserve a dead space collection we've been referencing dead space like crazy it this is episode. one of the greatest yeah. ps3 games i have ever played it you yeah. know it gave me it was survival. on 360 it gave me don't you,
1: thought you, thought you, well don't i'm come
2: saying at that it. i played on the ps3 okay um and say that was your, ever on the ps3 and pc um
0: your inclusive world. yeah
2: no it was on the pc as well um i had a lot of friends who went harder on there um i think it gave us survival horror in a time where survival horror was kind of lacking, and we wanted more of it. Yes, Uh, yes. And it really kind of moved the genre forward in a cool way while Resident Evil was off doing its own thing with action survival (laughs) horror. And granted, the series eventually progressed to...
0: (laughs) When Resident Evil was being (laughs) shitty.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Visceral was off making this cool throwback sort of survival horror game that felt very stifling and tense and visceral like in a, in a word you know it's a name drop their own studio what but what that's what you did there that's what they gave us and it, yeah. they delivered on all fronts there so you want um, a collection of the three i would love a collection the three yes
0: because people you know they ride on three a little
2: bit i thought three was a lot of fun i thought it was obviously the best looking in the series okay um i didn't really like how they marketed it no uh, you look at the cover of it it very much looks like the cover of modern warfare 3 it does it looks like a shooter it, it does looks look like, like nothing special um mm-hmm. but that's not to say that the game wasn't anything special it was an action game, by and large. It had horror and sci-fi elements. Um, it had a lot of the characters that you love from the previous games. And I think it gave you a story that was kind of unique. All the characters I love, like the dead baby head. The dead baby head. <laughs> that grows tentacles. And Necromorph number three that uh, comes I'm out of the ceiling. Man. My favorite.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: my favorite.
2: Yeah, no, I would support Dead Space all the way. Like,
0: if they came out with a remastered, I don't care if it's 60 bucks, I, I would pick it up. I would buy because that's worth 60 bucks to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, by yeah. and large because uh, Dead Space 1, by itself, is one of the best hard horror games out there. In mm-hmm. Part 2, I prefer Part 2.
2: I do, too. And That's the, we talked about this on our episodes here, that that is like yeah, one yeah. of my favorite Through games.
0: and through, I think Dead Space 2 is a much better game yeah. than Part 1. <laughs> the story gels well, the pacing is fantastic. The setting. And it's, it's not as relentless as Part 1, and some people enjoy that, but you need... Any horror movie has these... Uh, like these reliefs yeah. in, in the actual plot, yeah. you know, or, or in the narrative, that it, it can't be constant unrelenting horror. Yeah. You need to have something to tell you, like, all right, this is a peak and this is not a peak, and yeah. it's all the same. And it's like, fuck, what are you doing? Yeah, you when know? it
2: when it did horror in that game and Dead Space Two, it did it well. Like you have this whole oh, yeah. two chapter segment where you go back to the Ishimura, and it's like it's horrific, and Isaac's having like flashbacks the entire time. And you can't really tell what's there, what's not. It's very cool. I would love that one. I would love that. Yeah, I love that one back.
0: I got one for you. I'm gonna throw one at you. This one's going back to the PS2 days, my friend. Okay. Wow.
2: Oh wow. Oh, (laughs) going back in time. It's like you know you don't think of PS2 remasters on the PS4. On the PS4? No, it
0: was more common on the ps (coughs) 4 Yeah. Yeah, not to say, but now we're actually getting PS3 remasters on the PS4. It's such a weird fucking thing. But this is a series by Capcom. I think is overlooked. Got shelved for a while. All PS2, yeah, mind you, all PS2. Hmm. Uh, Animusia.
2: Oh, okay. Someone I didn't really play too much. You about. didn't
0: really play that one? No. It was a good one. So it, was, it essentially began it its Genesis as a. I believe it was another Resident Evil spinoff. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of morphed into its own thing because, like, you know, they were fucking around with the pre rendered backgrounds and some of the tank controls. And then they were like, add a sword! And then mm-hmm. it became that. Yeah. In the same turn that. Uh, development on RE4 Spawn Devil May Cry because okay. they were just like this is too actiony. What are we doing? Ah, hmm. do it this way, and you know, yeah, there you go. DMC, born and ready. Onimushu was kind of like that too, but it had, I think it was a little smoother in gameplay. I think it was it was more push to go
1: mm-hmm.
0: with some of the controls. Uh, the combat was cool.
1: <clears throat> it had a really
0: eerie style to it. At yeah. least the first game was pretty eerie. But you were in feudal Japan, mm. and you were fighting, basically, like, folklore. Oh. And, you know, there, there's your demons yeah, and zombie-like creatures going on. Um, I remember having a pretty, pretty okay story. I don't think that really... That d- didn't stand out as much for me yeah. as much as the gameplay did, just <coughs> the pure gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made a part two. Part two was even better. Uh, I enjoyed part two way more than part one. Yeah. Uh, they made a part three, which is a weird time-hopping one, where mm. it takes place in modern-day France, and it starred uh, Jean Reno ah, okay. of the professional, thing. yeah. Like he was scanned into the fucking game; it was his performance. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird one. I I never played it actually. I don't. I
2: don't even. That's know why. actually all my only memory and knowledge of the game is yeah. that he was in it. Jean Renu was <laughs> yeah. in the
0: series. <laughs> bring him back if we need to reboot it. Bring yeah. him back. And then they made a part four, uh, Dawn of some shit, Dawn oh. Sorrow's or whatever. Um, I didn't play that one either. Okay. Pretty much dropped off with. There's a weird phase in my ps2 era where i just couldn't get every game that was coming out yeah because i was so hard. young yeah um i would love to see a whole set of that or if you if if need be just fucking do it piecemeal be like all right we're gonna start releasing one two and three you know one by one on yeah. the marketplace 20 bucks whatever just remaster that shit bring it back out because i think there's room for another Onimusha. yeah you know Especially if you come out at it a different kind of like look, mm-hmm. uh, let's say like Dark Souls esque, yeah. you know, I think people would really appreciate what you're trying to do with that series. Um, it was one of ca- Capcom had such like had so much variety in their catalog back in the day, yeah. where you're just like fuck. You have Devil May Cry, you have Onimusha, you have yeah. Resident Evil. You were still trying to do shit with Mega Man, yeah. and then they you know came out Dead Rising uh, in early three hundred and sixty generation. It was like yeah. damn, you're doing interesting stuff yeah. nowadays. It literally is just remasters yeah. and weird fucking sequels like Umbrella Core and yeah. Raccoon City. Games that you'll play anyway, but... I played them anyway because of their name. Yeah. And it was a mistake. <laughs> but I'll keep on doing it. That's the only series I'll, I'll keep on playing bad games for. Yeah. Resident Evil. Okay. But as you can see, I, I haven't tried to punish myself
2: with Umbrella Core. No, nah, you kind of gave up on that. Oh, pretty yeah, real quick, fast. But... I was like, no. Yeah. I that, didn't... that was the game you played this summer and it didn't even nope warrant getting on the list didn't even register <laughs> yeah I played Ugh. god that game was awful hmm. I still gotta wash it out
0: of my mouth with better games yeah right <laughs> you got another
1: for me
2: um I think I got another one you think I you know there are a lot of like remasters I would like to see for you know the PS2 to PS4 PS3 to PS4 um, I, I am going to say this one cause I feel like it's an eventual one that's going to happen and I would like to see it happen with better controls than it initially happened. Uh, but I would like to see an HD remaster, uh, for the NX of Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Oh no shit. I think that'd be cool. Uh, using better controls. Cause I feel like a lot of what held that game back, uh, was, you know, the nunchuck and the Wiimote. It, I don't know, just you were at the end of the system's lifespan when that game came out and it just felt like it just could have used something better at its advantage oh, um, yeah. otherwise great game you know I part of what took me so long to play it was because of the controls you know
0: I mean I tried playing it too because I was like hey new Zelda yeah. I, how can you go wrong there and I fucking ugh, yeah.
2: I did not enjoy it Yeah.
0: just because of the controls Yeah. like I honestly thought the, the, the universe was pretty interesting it was I thought some of the dungeons were really cool mm-hmm. but I just couldn't get over fucking motion controls yeah. dude they're not fun they're imprecise I, I couldn't do it i agree with that it
2: was cool in the new cool way that like when you played wind waker you're like wow this is a kind of new version of of hyrule of the world that links in it was great it felt fresh uh skyloft it was a cool starting point for your adventure um i love that every time you had to go like to kind of i forget what they call it but like the blow world you basically just like jump off and dive and you land on your your skybird whatever it's called (laughs) no i think it was skybird yeah um I loved it. It was a lot of fun. Um, one of the more standout Zelda titles that I've played um, that people don't really talk about.
0: Of all time? Well, I would
2: say one of the more standout ones. It gave an experience that none of the like, other ones... Like didn't... sore thumb standout. Is that what you're trying to go Well, for? yeah. It just gave me sore thumbs just because okay. of the controllers. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but I liked it. Hurt it was my wrist.
0: my a masturbating wrist. Yeah, right? Yeah. It was a bad time. <laughs>
2: yeah I'm sure they'll do it at some point it'll have Amiibo support whatever whatever <laughs> fucking add your frills as long as it yeah, happen. just give me this fucking game I'll buy it for 60 bucks like
0: no yeah. yeah they pretty much revisited all of the core ones they have well no they've done Ocarina they did, Majora's got revisited so they did, did uh, Waker, they did Wind Waker they did Twilight Maker, Princess Twilight Princess HD so it's gonna happen at point. <laughs> I forgot Twilight Princess HD Yeah, I read about it online I was like did they they did that didn't they yeah <laughs> weird Um. no yeah that would be cool and I would especially like to see... Well, that's the thing. Like, A Link to the Past, mm-hmm. they kind of did revisit it. They like, did. With the sequel. With the sequel, League yeah. Between Worlds. I know it's different, but honestly, it
2: it's, ain't that different. It's such a nod to the If
0: we one. got a remake
2: yeah. of A Link to the Past, it would, it would look exactly not. like Between yeah. uh, between Worlds. So. so, I mean, that game plays great as an individual uh, new game and as a homage to the first. Oh, yeah. So.
0: Absolutely. That's well, good. Yeah. I like your, your craving for remasters. Yeah. Publishers out there will love to hear... That we just want to buy the same shit all over
2: yeah. again. <laughs> throwing, throwing the money back at them. Absolutely. Yeah. You got any more for me?
0: Not, not, no, not too much. You okay. know, There's some obvious ones out there. I yeah. Want, I want them to do anything with Mega Man again. Mm. I mean, they just did the Legacy Collection.
1: Yeah. It's like, really cool. Great.
0: But I don't have it, like a real
2: big attachment to the original originals. Like the new was new that temporary. a remaster? or Was that kind of like a reimagining of sorts?
0: Uh well, it is a, the original games through and through. Mm. But what they literally had to do was it is a Nintendo emulator mm. running on the PS4 okay. and Xbox One. Yeah. I forget there's other consoles in this yeah, world right. besides. <laughs> we forget PS4. about the Xbox. Um, but it, it is, I it's half remaster, half like collection. It is a yeah. collection, I should say. But I want to see Mega Man X. I that's think what we I all want do. to see we're all hurting and it. I know they did one for PS2 back in the day but it's like okay cool that was for PS2
2: yeah where is it now give us something new give us <laughs> something with trophy support you know yes
0: absolutely I would love to work through those ones again and even throwing some of the offshoots on there I used to have one for the DS called I think it was Mega Man Zero mm-hmm. we played as Zero huh. and that one was fucking great it had more of a weird it was a much bigger Metroidvania kind of title than it was like Mega Man yeah. X title like straight action that's what I really enjoyed about that one. Bring that shit back.
2: Nice. Make that
0: happen. And you got my money. Yeah. But make sure the trophies are good.
2: They have to be good. Give us a good replay value. Yeah,
0: get the fuck out of here with your no platinums.
2: Right. Some bitches. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's our remaster segment. Uh, we'll probably bring this back at some other point. Uh, yeah. At some point, when we get a, when we get a listenership, uh, we'd like to hear your when ideas. When we get five years. When we get five years, we'd like to hear you know the sort of games you'd like to see remastered, whether Absolutely. they're coming or not. We'll uh, talk about them. Yeah, we want to create dialogue because that's what games should be. You know? And we
0: want to get people involved in our game pitch segment as well. Yes. Well, we'll talk about your weird game pitches <laughs> and what we can do to make them marketable. Yeah. Because we have all the experience in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Just not, Just not, <laughs> Quick. <laughs> All right. But I think that's a good time as any to cap it off there, yes. listeners. Uh, you have been listening to The Save Room featuring me, Kevin, and... Me, Daniel. All right. And like we said, we're going to try to get this out every Tuesday. Uh, we're going to lock down what platform we're using. We're we're going for SoundCloud. Right? We're going to go for SoundCloud. We're going to yeah. go for
2: SoundCloud. And so. hopefully, at some point, you know, we'll make the jump to iTunes and make it more available. Because like, if we can't make this available, you're not going to want to listen to it.
0: Yeah, my dudes. So. And we don't want to do that to you. We like you guys already. We don't even really yeah. know you. We we have no idea what you're going to think of this. So, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. And remember to save your game.
2: Mm, I like that. Yeah, signing off. Sounds a little touch. Yeah,
0: stole it from another podcast. Did you really? That's yeah, fine. They're not going to like that. That's nah, fine. I was in that podcast.
1: Ah. Boom! Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs>